You are watching the vodka stream. Fuck me, right? And you still can't see the numbers! Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Grace! And here we are. What is happening, guys? <sighs> it is Friday. Thank God, right? All right, everything good? Do I look, look around? Make sure everything's good here with the feed. How's everybody doing? We're, uh, we're here. We're Friday. All right, we're good. What's happening, guys? Already got my drink poured. Nothing, nothing special. Just the normal little, you know, vodka and a splash of LaCroix. Vodka spritzer. Cheers, guys. Mm. Ah, better than hard seltzers. That's for damn sure. What is going on? How's everybody doing? Huh? Hello. Welcome every Friday. Yes. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that every button. Every button you can hit. Just hit. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We've got Ryan. What's going on? Mr. Infinity and beyond. Good to see you. Good to see you. We got Mr. Fear Jason. Good to see you. We got Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Love your name. Really do love your name. What's going on, Jose? Happy Friday. Uh, how'd the Dodgers do today? Freaking Giants killed the Marlins. That was nice to see when they lost. They got shut out last night. So what's going on, Selena? Hoy, hoy, Mr. Jason. Cheers, sir. Cheers, sir. Always good to see you. I know you're well into the future. Well, you know, you're into your Saturday right now. I know that. We got Abel right here. Good to see you. Whoa, jump ahead, of course. Boop, boop. Are you going to be talking Top Gun Maverick? Oh, yeah. I think we, I think now that it's a week later, I think we, we'll talk, we'll probably, you know, because it's just going to be a panel show. No guest um, tonight. Didn't uh, book a guest, but, you know, we'll have some people pop in here whenever they uh, choose to. They want to be coming in. We'll, we'll have some discussions about Top Gun Maverick. I think you know. I think enough people have seen it. It seems like everybody has seen the movie and possibly twice. I haven't seen it twice yet, but maybe eventually I will. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll probably talk some Top Gun Maverick. Why not? Happy Friday. Does anyone else have a certain Kate Bush song constantly playing in their head? Right. Yeah. That uh. That like sailed to the top to like number one on the charts because of uh, that episode of stranger things episode four yeah i mean it fits so well in that scene too with everything that was happening what's going on chuck good to see you everyone yeah have a good one yeah we got mr movie watchman how's it going so what's the deal with uh, hc soups oh henry cavill soups oh okay I was like, H.C. Soups? Who? What the frick does H.C. stand for? But there you go. Henry Cavill. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, too. I mean, I, I talked about it, uh, you know, I talked. I had a little video yesterday kind of talking about it because obviously there was something that came out. And then uh, and then uh, and then I did a little more talking about it, a little more in depth of stuff that I was hearing on my Patreon pod last night. So. So anybody who's a who's part of the Patreon got to hear some more of that stuff, and I'm sure I'll talk about it tonight too. What's going on, Aaron? Aaron, Aaron, good to see you. Boo! Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Crazy about the Phillies, though, man. They just fired like Mr. Girardi. 
Joe Girardi like that. That was crazy. Let's talk. Yeah, we will talk about that. that, that this is, I mean, <laughs> you want to take a movie that just did not do well and was not that good. There's a good chance if, okay, there's something I actually want to talk about that when it comes to Morbius and this whole Morbin time thing. And I tell you what, I mean, it's taken on a life of its own, but I'm wondering if this could actually really be a good thing when it comes to that movie. What the hell is that? Jeez. So many people like driving in here, driving in the apartment complex, bumping their bass, man. And it's like, <laughs> good Lord. Finally saw Top Gun Maverick, best movie in years. Wow, best movie in years. You don't go to the movies that much? Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. It's like when it comes to like a blockbuster movie, that's what I'm talking about. You put the stream on the background. There you go. Uh, Friday Night Mustache Reds. Yep, still got it. Still doing it, you know? Like I said, I'm going to keep my goose stash until Top Gun Maverick hits a billion dollars, which it crossed $400 million today. So going into the weekend, it's already at 400 million, over 400 million. So that means it'll like it'll definitely be across a half a billion by uh, by uh, Monday. So it's going to be interesting. And then we got Father's Day coming out next week, but we got Jurassic World Dominion coming out. So that might that might get in the way with it a little bit. But at the same time, Tanya, that's a that's a that's a movie that Top Gun's going to be a movie that people are going to take their fathers to. I just I, that's what I'm thinking right there. That's, I just think it's going to have like a interesting little uptick when it comes to uh, when it comes to that. So the DC Insider was Scoopy Pants. Was that who it was? <laughs> Is that who they uh, claim that DC Insider was? That was just so funny. It's like well, a DC Insider. I even said it on the video. I'm like it was like a DC Insider. Okay, but at least at least there's been some you know there's been some conversations at least about uh about that and like i said i gave some information myself i'll talk about it more tonight because i mean it's just it's just kind of crazy what's happening of course over at uh wbd wbd but you know it's just all been very interesting with the whole flash thing and like i was saying when i did the the show on tuesday when i talked about how now, you know, everybody's looking forward to Black Adam, but there's not a lot of talk about how the fact that when it comes to the reaction to the Flash, the test screenings to the reaction of Black Adam, that very much positive with the Flash, not as positive with Black Adam. Just very, you know, very interesting. But I mean, I'm sure Black Adam will still be uh, pretty fantastic, but I'm just going, I don't know. This Flash movie just really just, we still got a year. That's what sucks. But what can he do? Chilling, watching the stream and picking out on Panda Express. Cool. I had five guys tonight. I know that sounded bad, but I just was feeling like uh felt like a burger. Felt like a, a good burger tonight. So uh went to went to five guys, got that. I, I, what I love about five guys is the fact that you can actually, you know, you could customize your burger. You know, it doesn't just come like, all right, what you, you know, come one way. You could put whatever the hell you want on it. And that was just it sounded good tonight, and it was absolutely delicious. So pig out on that panda. Just wanted to say you were awesome and always keep up the awesome work. Yes. Hashtag release the air cut. I'm got to get those numbers up. Restore the Snyderverse. Of course, make the Batfleck movie. Thank you. Baseball rules. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right. Hello, Nikolai. Good to see you. Good to see you. 
And good to see you, Al Amakantar. If I said your name right, apologize if I didn't, but thank you, sir. Member, of course, seeing you right there. Love seeing all the members. Let's see. What did you have tonight, Carrie? You had grilled, you grilled some salmon and veggies. Wow. And some white wine. Look at that. That sounds like a delicious meal. Healthy meal, too. You know, got some salmon and veggies. Not too shabby. What's going on, accuracy? That's right. Day being greedy, having five guys. I know. What can I say? What can I say? Guy feeling that black Adam will do uh, do good, but the flash will end up. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting with everything. I mean, I, I even heard more stuff today, too, just talking. And it's just, it, it, I mean, Flash is one of my all time favorite characters. You know, obviously, you guys know like Batman is, but man, Flash. And then, you know, when it came to the TV show, I gave it about three, maybe going into season four. And I just kind of went, all right, I think I've had enough with all that, you know, nothing against it. It's just, you know, it's just CW, you know, how CW is just kind of, you just starts falling flat after a bit. And, uh, and so then it was just like, all right, let's get this movie going and waiting for this movie for how long I just, it's just been, we've just been waiting for this movie for way too long. And, um, and it just, we're waiting even longer. But then of course, with all the different directors and writers and everything like that, and then just hearing things about it and talking with, with Zach's guys, you know, DJ and Brian Hirota. If you guys haven't checked out that that stream that I did last year with those guys, that was an awesome stream. And, uh, I mean, of course, they didn't want to say too much about it, but, you know, uh, what I always say is the fact that those guys were done. They didn't want to do superhero movies anymore after what happened with Justice League and, uh, you know, ripping that apart. But something about the Flash script brought them back. So, join the stream. All right. But yeah, so it's just, it's just very interesting. It just sucks that we have to wait. We still have to wait. We're still waiting a year, man. Still waiting a year. But I mean, at the same time, you know, look what's all happening with Warner Brothers Discovery right now. It's all just been crazy. You know, the whole Toby Emmerich thing was, a, was great, even though he's not fully gone. Yeah, it's not fully gone. But, you know, essentially he's, he's, uh, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of, He's starting to, you know, he he got a new position. He stepped down, stepped down. I don't know if he was, you know, asked to step down, possibly. So we'll see. But anyways, all right, we got our got the first guy showing up right now. Let's get him in here, Mr. Travis, sir. What is going on? Not much. How are you doing? What, sir? what oh, happened yeah. to your hair? Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting for a while to cut it, and before I had cut it just like a short length. But the only reason yeah. I did this is because we had family photos. We had oh, got wow. that for my mom's birthday. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna look good, you know, stuff like that. And now I just look like I don't know. I don't know what like it, the the. You're, yeah, you like Hopper in prison, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I'm Stranger Things. I saw me. You know what? I want to happen, but uh, no. Yeah. Honestly, the main reason is one summer where I live, they get really hot. But two, when I bike, I bike ride to work every day. So mm. when I have the the long hair is fine. When I have that middle and short hair and I take my helmet off, I just look like fucking goofy from big comfy couch. So it's just like, I, I I'm, and I'm at a job where I work sometimes early, like five, 6am. So it's like, I don't want to be worried. Like I just want to be able to shower. Boom. And yeah, exactly. Got that going on. So, you know, I will in, in the, in the September, August time I'll grow it back out. But for summer, I'm like, no, I'm just going to cut it. I like to have a nice fresh thing. And uh, hello, everyone in the chat. It's good to see yes. you. Yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Travis. Um, no, but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I remember, uh, I mean, I, I 
buzzed my hair. Um, what was it? Uh, the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. I think it was, or 2021 actually. It was last year, beginning of last year. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if, uh, we yeah, were, yeah. uh well, yeah, but I, when, when, when everything was shut down, could not find any, no haircut place mm-hmm. was open. The only ones that were open were book solid. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy some buzzers and I'm going to do it myself. Famous yeah. last words because. Yeah, it didn't quite work out. Got the sides good, and then I was like, oh, I think I got it. But the back is, like, impossible to do, the really. The back so. is the greatest yeah. fear known to man, if you're not a barber or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. And it sucks because for a while, I used to – I was – after high school, I just, uh, this was my hairstyle for like three or four years. And the only reason I grew it out was to impress a woman. And then <laughs> I did impress her, but then I found out she had a boyfriend. So it was worth no time of all. But the thing is that, one, it's just like accessibly really good. But I was really good at shaving it and doing the back and the sides and everything. But then I got spoiled and I found a barber I liked. And I kept wow. going to her. And now she got pregnant. She moved, so I don't have her anymore. I've always been hunting for a good barber. But because I had so many years of not doing it, I've lost the skill because I have a whole shaver kit because like for the charity stream like every year someone shaving their head but i have a whole shaver kit i have like um, 20 different guards like all this stuff i have like guards for the right ear the left ear but i've lost the touch you know i've lost the touch of making it like yeah. look all right so this though i know i could do i'm like okay i'm just taking the razor going down to one done you know that's all it is so but uh oh yeah, yeah. i mean it was like I, it was funny because when i did it i went you know what there's something kind of nice about this i don't have to worry about it nothing i mean you know, oh, I didn't yeah. stick with it, but, you know, it, but it was nice for the time being. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I, I even thought about it. I was like, should I keep this or should I do it again during the summertime? I don't know. There was I had very much uh, contemplated. Like, I mean, of course, when I did it, it was like uh dead of winter time but but it doesn't get that cold over here no and even that people always would bug me like oh your heads must be cold you got a toque you just put the toque on it's good to go it's perfectly formed around your head and i'll say to anybody too in the chat if you've never had a bald head which you know sounds like into window but really if you've not had a bald on top of your head (laughs) shower and laying down on a pillow there's nothing greater a freshly shaven head laying down a pillow Oh my goodness! It is. Oh it, yeah, you're right. It's so good. It's so soft and everything like that. Yeah, and, and and yes, the chat is right. I guess I do look like Lex Luthor right now with the green light and the bald head. <laughs> I didn't even plan that. The green's just for me to pimp my own geek first brand. But I didn't even think. Yeah, I guess it is Lex Luthor and stuff like that. So, yeah, totally you know. planning to kill Superman with whatever kryptonite he is hiding underneath his desk right now. Exactly. So. All the pod, all the geek first podcast funds go towards kryptonite and taking down that <laughs> asshole known as Superman. I had all worked out out until he showed up and everything and always ruining your plans god damn it but uh yeah. now I've, i got a haircut today finally which was like nice mm-hmm. so i was like all right good. i hadn't had one in like a two and a half months and it was just getting to that point because something with my hair it'll start like i start i mean if it gets long enough i start looking like jim halper from uh from fucking the office it just starts flaring out oh, over yeah. my uh, get the wings my like the hockey oh yeah i get wings. the bat wings yeah, yeah. I started getting that. My hair is very wavy. So when it gets to a certain length, it just, you know, it just starts going crazy a little bit. So I was like, all right. So I just went on my lunch break and got that. And then, uh, you know, you know, I'm still trying, I'm doing the, uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the top gun to a billion mustache here, my goose stash here. So, uh, top hasn't to a billion. Not, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going to wait till it gets to a billion and then I'll, then I'll probably get rid of it. I don't know. So what happens if it doesn't hit a billion? I know. Right. I'll just keep growing. (laughs) You'll wait till the DVD sales or the the Blu-ray sales go up. Well, I did 20,000 on Samba. I'm like, wait a minute. Let's (laughs) add it all up. Video on demand, everything. What is it? Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, hopefully it does. I mean, if it does, then it, it'll. I'll still probably. Uh, we'll it's see doing, what happens. Yeah, it's doing well. I saw it last Sunday, and I so I because I was on vacation, so we were we were doing a bunch of stuff that so I didn't have time to see. And I saw it randomly. Me and the lady saw it like Sunday at twelve p.m. And when I bought the tickets two days before, it was us. And there's like some pockets of people, but when we went in, almost every seat was sold out. And it's like every age. I know you've talked about, it, but it's like every age yeah. as far as like like older people, younger people, like kids that are like twelve or thirteen. They're like, not even going with their parents. Like a group of kids, just like let's see what this. Because I also think there's like kind of a gimmick of seeing like an old nostalgia movie for young kids of like, oh, let's see what the parents are into. But doesn't matter and then it's gonna have a good weekend this weekend and then jurassic world's out and just like boom the air just gets sucked up but still like i know but but this father's day weekend that's 100 oh that's yeah. what it's gonna that's what's gonna help that is mm -hmm. like you know there's gonna be you know i don't think there's gonna be a lot of like dads out there that want to go see you know a bunch of fucking dinosaurs <laughs> so i think they're gonna be like hey you know hey let's go see top gun again dad or i'm gonna take uh you know you know especially if you have an older dad or even a mm -hmm. veteran dad who didn't want to go opening weekend because it's a little too crazy and even the second weekend might be crazy so i'm kind of i'm really curious to see how it does father's day weekend with jurassic world also out there uh it definitely has the legs but you know we'll see i mean it's definitely going to get close after this weekend it'll be a half a billion for sure yeah, it's already at 400 million and yeah. i think this one's good because it has like a lot of repeat viewing it, it's just oh, that yeah. classic summer blockbuster feel like feel good in a way but just like you feel like you're at the movies you feel like you're having a yeah. good time so i think it will have a really good run i'm not sure if it's going to hit a billion but i could see it getting really close it's just because yeah. it has such a tough few weeks of you got jurassic world and you're right about that but then you got light year coming up which is oh, not the, yeah. maybe dads aren't going to that but dads are going to have to go take their kids to that you know not maybe have to because like i'm a massive toy story guy behind me i have like replica woody and buzzes over there but like that's going to be huge and then you got thor which i think will do pretty well because thor ragnarok that was a pretty big hit for the general audience so you got a you got a killer couple weeks but i still think it's going to True. do well like here yeah. it only had one drive-in showing and then like a few days before they're like oh they announced like four more drive-in showings and that's kind of rare here and they yeah. had a thing where usually in our drive-in it's i think it starts at like 8 30 the latest because i gotta wait for the sun to go down and usually you get a kids movie and then you get the adult movie but this one they knew they want people to see top gun or want whatever because top gun was first and sonic was the one at like 11 50 at night and stuff like that so they won't <laughs> knew like oh they want to get the crowd and then i don't know how many kids are staying up to almost midnight to watch sonic but uh you know it's doing hey, it's gonna do well yeah they're all hopped up on sugar and everything yeah. no but i mean yeah you're right though i mean uh, you know we kind of talked about it last week but we didn't want to talk like too much about it i mean we all you know anybody not everybody had seen it too on the panel mm -hmm. but uh but i mean it, you know who knows i mean some of the i mean i know steven and scott are not going to show up today they're on vacation they're they're out of town uh from where they're at right now so don't expect steven or scott tonight but uh hopefully they're having a good time where uh where they're going but um I don't think, yeah, I don't know if Steven's seen it yet, but uh, hey, there's Mama Film Junkie. Hi, Mom. How's it going? Good to see ya. She, uh, I actually took her to go see it. She loved it, too. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, and it's funny, too, because I watched the, the same week, and I, have you revisited the first Top Gun? Oh, yeah, we watched it for Geek First. Um, yeah. Like, a ha week and a half or two weeks before, because I actually hadn't seen it in a long time, because I've always said that I liked Top Gun, but it wasn't one of my, oh, I watched this every couple of years and stuff like that. So it'd been a, it'd been a minute, but it was, it kind of has that no time to die effect where I, I'm not the biggest Spectre fan, but no time yeah. to die actually made me like Spectre a bit more because it's kind of like you almost need that. Played into it. 
Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with Top Gun, where not that I dislike Top Gun, but I feel like the sequel kind of even makes the first one a little bit better. Like they go together such a good one two punch. So yeah, I revisited not too long ago. And there's there's some cheese in there. There's some there's oh, yeah. definitely some cheese. There's some some like I've said before, like you have probably the two movies that have the most sexual tension between men is Brokeback Mountain <laughs> and Top Gun. Because man, all these guys, just the way they're squaring off, it's like I don't I don't think you guys have missed have you- this situation. Have you seen that Quentin Tarantino thing where he talks about that? No, I actually haven't. Oh man, let me see if I could find that. It is oh, no. it is hilarious. I forgot where it was on some show. He made he was uh he had like a cameo on some kind of show, let's mm-hmm. see. And uh I think it was and he just goes on this whole little spiel about uh oops, uh about Top Gun and the uh, homoeroticism that's in it, mm. and it's pretty freaking hilarious. Let's see. Hey, I hear it is right there. I forgot. I don't even know what show it's on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Let's watch this real quick. This is oh, pretty yeah, hilarious. No, I loved it. I, I've never seen this. I've seen, like, <laughs> I think it was Tony Scott at some point. Someone had asked him, like, years ago about it, and he, like, fully embraced it. He's like, oh, yeah, won all these, like, awards uh, and gay magazines and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, they had tons of fun with it. And why not? That's a whole other audience, but. Yeah. So here it is, right? <laughs> What's the film about? What's it really about? What's genre is it? What, what, like, a, like, a, like the spine? The spine. Like, Maybe some movie. Like, I don't Okay, so that's pretty much it right here. That's all spill right there. And you better believe that's 100% Quentin. I'm not sure what movie or TV show that that was on. I don't know. But that's that. I'm sure that was 100% Tarantino just go oh, just yeah. going off. They're just yeah. like come here and riff for a bit, and that's exactly what he did. And it's funny because you got a few movies of those. Because I'm not sure. Are you a fan of the Nightmare Elm Street series at all? Yeah. 
So the second one is notorious for that, where it's it, it, Freddy Krueger gets trapped in this young guy's body. But if you mm -hmm. watch the film, it's like an allegory for coming out. But yeah. when you talk to the writers and directors, they're like, we had no idea. We didn't write that way at all. And then when they're like, there's a great documentary about there's actually two. And it's like when you look at all the things they're like, yeah, at, when you show us, it, it's like, how did we not pick up? This was like a, a story about a, like a gay man struggling with sexuality. Freddy Krueger is like the closeted thing in him trying yeah, to get out. He's same thing, rejecting girls all the time. Wow. Yeah. And it's so funny. There's a really good documentary about it. And there's a few things like that in the eighties and it's uh, yeah, the, the whole thing well, is pretty funny. Yeah. It's funny. And anytime I brought, brought that up, that, that, that whole uh, explanation about that to anybody who's watching it, you just kind of go, Oh my God. <laughs> like they oh, go, yeah. I mean, there's like, they just go, they rewatch it and they're like, wow. I, yeah, now I'm watching it in a different way. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of there. I mean, it was there's I mean, I and then I always find it funny, too, because one of the things I always laugh at when it comes to the original Top Gun and it's it's not even it's during the scene that you're not even supposed to laugh at. It's after Goose dies, you know, mm -hmm. that whole scene. And it's like it's the tragedy. It's yeah. it's horrible. But then the very next scene that you see Maverick. He's in the bathroom in his whitey tidies, like hunched over the sink. And I'm like, yeah, really? <laughs> like, talk about breaking tension. And the film to me spends so much time in that moment. It's weird because you got Meg Ryan and you got now Rooster and they look sad. But but Maverick looks destroyed. Like he looks mm -hmm. like he looks like he's the one that lost all of his life. And the wife and then lost like a brother or lost like somebody like a friend or something. And it's so on him. And he's just yeah, he's in the bathroom. He's leaning against the door and he is just struggling <laughs> like he's having such a tough time. And it's it's fun when you get those kind of like double means. And because I'd always known as it had been a while. I know always people made fun about like the, the volleyball scene of like, oh, they thought this was really cool, but it plays a different way. And I kind of just thought that was it. But when I rewatched, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of tension. And everyone is just so sweaty. That's something they did not do in the sequel. The first one, people are just dripping in sweat. It just no oh, yeah. matter what they're doing, they could be just be writing their name on a piece of paper. And it's like, it's like yeah. Oh yeah. And they're they're glistening. No. Yeah. I, I one of the things. I mean, I I love Hot Shots. Which have you seen oh, Hot my Shots? God. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh. And Hot Shots part. Yeah. Duh. I, oh yeah. I, there is a I, we have a trailer in the states, and there's like only like five DVDs there. And Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two was those were two of them so i've watched them so much and the other oh, one yeah. have you ever seen uh top secret as well with val kilmer oh yeah with val oh, kilmer oh yeah, yeah. i love, love those early ones no but one of the things that i you know even like uh re-watching hot shots i rewatched it a few weeks ago mm -hmm. is the fact that i i wish that they would have made fun of the sweatiness of yeah. top gun and all the fans there were a shit ton of fans mm -hmm. in the first one. Like you see, there's no AC apparently in 1986 Miramar, San, you know, San Diego area or whatever the fuck, because there are so many, there's ceiling fans. There are just fans in the background, constant all over the place in that movie. You watch it again, just count all the fans. You could have a drinking game about, you know, taking <laughs> shots about how many fans you see. You'll be drunk by like, you know, minute, you know, minute like five mm -hmm. jesus christ or but yeah you're right like everybody is just so glistening everybody's just always i mean the baby oil and everything and i, and I oh, love i mean going back to that that volleyball scene i always found it funny too because you know obviously maverick is like going oh man i got a date which is like mm -hmm. dude bad timing why'd you decide to like start doing a fucking volleyball oh, game know, before you're gonna go like on a date you have to do something really important for your job because like the whole gimmick is she's like you better not be late she doesn't really care that's what it's revealed after but at the time he's like i gotta be right on time so like I, why are you starting this volleyball game you could do this any day of the week just say no guys i gotta i gotta take a rain check you know 
I know, and he does it in his jeans. Oh, I know. know. That's a bold play. I would <laughs> you would never catch me playing probably any sport in jeans. Doesn't matter what age it was. It's uh -uh. like, no, that's not happening. First of all, grass and second of all, potential rippage, potential just uh, yeah, I don't know. And then and it's so funny because I feel like Goose is the only one that looks like he's actually just there to play volleyball where the other guys there uh, what's uh what's Iceman's friend what's his wingman slider slider, slider. He, yeah. his flexes in the middle mm -hmm. oh my god it's some oh, of the yeah. most like Hulk Hogan cheesy oh shit it's ever, funny it's, it's funny because that whole scene I mean yeah you have slider who literally is like making poses oh yeah just, he's you know? ready to and throw down got, yeah and then you got Iceman who you know Bal Kilmer's in good shape but he's not flexing it's just, just super but he's shiny yeah yeah, he's toned and he's super shiny. Then you got, you know, then you got Maverick, who every time he looks at his watch, he's flexing too. Yeah. He's like, Ugh. he's like on a like cover flex. of Playgirl. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, look at it. And then you got Goose, who wears like this shirt that's like, you know, got sleeves to here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I'm the dad here. You guys don't have oh, children. Yeah. I'm a fucking dad. I'm the dad out here. I got the mustache and everything. So I'm just gonna go ahead and keep it, you know, nice and. uh you know, I, I I don't work out that much. I keep I was, in shape. I'm skinny, but <laughs> I was gonna say, I wonder if that was uh, a director's choice of yeah, you're gonna look more like the older dad one, or if he saw yeah. all these dudes with their shirts off, he's like, no way, I'm not like <laughs> you can't put me next to these guys. Absolutely yeah. not. These guys well, are I mean, chiseled. like Anthony Anthony Edwards. You know, I mean, there's like that. There, there's another scene where they're in like you know they all getting out of the shower. Of course, they're all <laughs> they're just chilling in their towels and shit oh, like yeah. that. So, I mean, but so you see Anthony Edwards, you know, you see him shirtless and he's, you know, he's not a, you know, he's just a, he's just a skinny dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So maybe that could have been part of it. It's like, well, yeah, everybody else is pretty much, they all work out. I'm just going to go ahead. But I think that played into the goose role pretty well because he was the comic relief, obviously. Yeah. And so, it humanizes and then, him a bit more too. Oh, yeah. Like, cause not being the badass you kind of not not necessarily root for that guy but it's like you everyone knows a guy like goose and i think yeah. that's what that did good because when you lost him was like oh man it, it, it hurts and stuff like that because if you you could lose anybody it would hurt but if you lose slide or Iceman, all of them are you know a little pretentious a little bit of a dick goose he's the one you don't want to lose and of course that's the one you lose and that's, that's why top gun 2 it's such a great setup of you know what they could do with that movie yeah which i thought they did a you know when it came to the callbacks of top gun maverick i mean I was, you know, we always, you always worry about, oh, are they going to overdo it and whatever? Mm -hmm. And I thought they handled it very well. And then it was funny too, because after, you know, after seeing it and then watching Top Gun again, after I didn't realize that Jennifer Conley's character was mentioned twice in yeah, the first Top was. Gun movie. Yeah. I was like, what? Marshall's daughter. Yeah. Yes. Penny Benjamin. I was yeah. like, holy shit. So it is like, I just thought they were like, well, we're not getting Kelly McG Gill is back, you know, mm. she kind of, I don't think she didn't ax anymore or anything no. like that. Um, so they were like, all right, we're not going to have her back. So we're just going to have another love interest. And little did I know going into it that I was like, oh, it's mentioned twice about her. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. So and I thought that was good, pretty cool. They got good chemistry. Jennifer Golney's always been like a good actress. So like Fuck that's man. quality. And God, she's I, aged so well too. Oh yeah. God. And I, I love this week. It's just been the <laughs> Conley thirst week where it's just oh, like, dude. look at this picture of Conley from 20 years ago. Look at this picture. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Like, it, man, what? But that's the thing. Like at any age, what a gorgeous woman. Like what a gorgeous woman. Even right now, like she's looking so good. But the thing is that with those callbacks, what I liked about it is I had seen my lady had seen it, but 
but I also thought you could watch Top Gun Maverick and not see the first one and completely get it. Oh yeah, because you could. They like show little flashbacks, but they give you enough dialogue that you understand the story. And there's not too much you have to take from the first one. But there are some sequels where it really relies on it, and that's not a bad thing for all of them. But with Maverick being so far removed, when you get like a Star Wars, a DC Marvel, you don't have to because likely the first movie was two or three years ago, right? So you probably should have seen it. And you, if not, yeah. you go watch it on Netflix. Maverick, what, 1986 or something it came out, right? Yeah. So it's like no. nearly 40-year-old movie. But they're smart because that's how you get new audiences in that maybe don't even know or haven't seen the Top Gun aren't going to bother go seeing it. And I think they were that movie was made very smart, and they were very smart to hang on to it. And also, that's a big thing with a crew is like, you're not putting my stuff on streaming. But they were smart to wait around this time because look how much money they're making. You know, and look at how well it's received. Cruz's biggest opening of his career in what? He's in his late 50s? Like... Oh yeah, no, he's still got. No, no. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I know. Like when it came to like when the pandemic was, you know, it kicking in the gear in 2020 and 2021, mm -hmm. it was like, what's the solution to all this? What are we doing? And obviously, streaming was going to be a thing, and you know, to Tom Cruise is old school. I mean, he even said it. He goes, "I make films for the for 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 the big screen," yeah. and he and I guess it was revealed that he goes and watches like <laughs> pretty much as much as he can. He's like in disguise, like fucking like he's Ethan Hunt, and he just think walks out of the movie theater and just. All right, and then gets into the gets into the uh, the, the black Lincoln. <laughs> do you think like, he's? Do you think he's going back to those Morbius re-release screenings? Ah, he's, he's, he's making ah, his way back. Okay, so okay, so what's funny about this? <laughs> all right, and you know this is and uh, you know this is going to be a uh, this is what was going to be a fun stream tonight was like the fact that I knew I was going to be pulling up some stuff because um, this whole Morbius thing mm -hmm. and. And what I think, what I'm hoping that this Morbin time thing does and everything is, hey, maybe we can actually get a, an alternate cut of this movie. Because if anybody's watched this movie, it was cut to shit. We know oh, yeah. it was very much cut to shit. And the fact that, uh, let me see, let me find it. The fact that Jared Leto himself is even playing into it is freaking fantastic i don't know if uh did you see this video that he posted oh, earlier yeah. I, oh that, yeah 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 are you showing it right now is that what you're oh, yeah, i'm gonna show okay, it right yeah now. I'll, I'll wait just in case anyone hasn't but my <laughs> jaw dropped when i saw this video because there's always two routes if there's a joke or me or something you can go two ways i guess three ways you can ignore it you can be shitty about it and kind of be like, well, you know, it's you, people just don't understand. Or you can kind of embrace it. And I think Jared Little at times, he, he's a little pretentious. There's some things he's oh, done in the past where you're like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want to be hanging out and grabbing a Diet Coke with the guy. But <laughs> when he posted this, I was like, okay, whether it's him, his team, his agent, his girlfriend, whoever it is, was smart to do this. Because this is, you're embracing the meme. That's, that's the best thing to do right now. Because why not? What do you have to lose? You get more conversation instead of, oh, Jared Leto doesn't like that people are meme about the movie. This was super smart. Super, super smart. Super smart. Yeah, so I mean, everybody was talking about morbid time, morbid time, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's getting released in a thousand theaters over this weekend because of this. And yeah. then Jared Leto just drops this. So good with the perfect, music. Perfect. It's, it's funny because so I was talking about with Taylor today because Taylor hasn't seen it yet. And he's like, is this movie like even worth the memes? And it's so funny that 
I think we talked about this around the time when it came out because that was the last time I was on the stream where it's to me it's not like a it's not a top 10 or worst comic movie or anything like that. It's so weird that like this is the one that got picked like we're just going to meme the shit out of this and you would think I feel like on the outside for people that haven't seen it you must think it's maybe god awful maybe some people probably do think that but it's just so funny that it's it, this has started and I do not want a sequel. I don't really have much interest, but now stuff like this, like, I don't know, they're starting to turn me. Cause that just, even that video of Jared Leto posting that I was like, I feel like now they might go into it. Cause I'm not a big fan of the Sony verse, but whatever they're sticking with it. They yeah. want to make money. They're going to do, Oh God, what is that superhero? I've already forgotten. Oh, El Muerto. El Muerto, yeah. El so like, Muerto. they're going to do all these things. They're not selling. They want to make money. So if they're going to do this, now Venom is very over the top. It doesn't really work for me, but at the end of the day, if we had a Morbius 2 and they maybe even lean into some of this stuff, like, I honestly, it doesn't go with the character, but I, if I was Jared Leto on the team, I'd say F it and kind of do like a Deadpool-y fourth wall breaking Morbius movie because like, Why not? who cares? Why not? I mean Okay, so so this kind of like brings me to the whole Thor thing, mm -hmm. because, you know, when it came to the first two Thor movies, it was like, all right, you had the first Thor, which I think is the best Thor, in my opinion. It's I great. Yep. Uh, Kenneth Branagh did a fantastic job. Directed Anthony the Hopkins. shit out of that movie. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, he brought Thor, you know, uh, live action, did a very good job. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, <laughs> Dark World came out and yeah. you know, it was kind of like a little bit, of, you know, so and I think, uh, you know, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios went, all right, this is kind of the weakest one of the bunch here. I mean, Iron Man's killing it. Captain America, Incredible Hulk. That was a whole other different situation with the yeah. Universal yeah. and all that kind of shit, you know, but but um, for the most part, we, you know, when it came to Hulk in Avengers, he stole the fucking show. When it oh, came yeah, to that's anybody. All I could talk yeah. about in 2012 when that movie came out, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's like this is the Hulk I've been waiting for and stuff yeah. like that right so yeah it was absolutely fantastic yeah you're right because thor was always to me in that that era up until about ragnarok but age of ultron always felt like the lesser avenger like no one talked about he wasn't anyone's favorite avenger for the most no. part unless you're a comic book reader you know no and then and then they decided all right we just let's just let's just kind of almost basically make it a parody you know and that's what ragnarok was and like uh i'm not a big mm -hmm. fan i'm not a fan of matt ragnarok to be honest I wasn't. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, so here's two ways, and I hate this because this has been such a meme that people use when when the Spider-Man movies were coming out. When people be like, "It's a good movie, but not a good Spider-Man movie." The way I look at the Thor Ragnarok movie is, I I actually uh, the humor I like it works for me, but I don't like it as much as an MCU movie. I, if it was by itself and kind of out of it, I think I'd like it even more. But I think the humor does hurt a lot of things in that movie, like Loki's turning arc and stuff like that. But some of the the humor does really work for me. So like, if I were to give people a barometer, I'm like a seven out of ten on it, where I enjoy it. There's Hemsworth's just so damn charming. That's one oh, yeah, of the things yeah. too. Like, like he can sell all those jokes really well. And the other thing, like I don't care. I so I love it to the end of the day. Jeff Goldman's the grandmaster. Every scene he's in that movie, I just fucking love when he's just doing his <laughs> stuff. So it's like there's things in that movie I really like, but it's not. It's more in like the middle bottom like yeah. mcu for me but i still i still like i still like it i would say i'd still give the stamp so i'm on the other side where i like it enough and enough people do like some people just fucking love it so it's like well, why it's, wouldn't you keep doing it you know well that's the thing is like they i mean even though i didn't dig it but i i always would say but they were smart what they did because they they flipped in and like all right we're gonna do this it's gonna be loosely uh based on planet hulk yeah it's gonna have you know it's gonna have all 
little things. We're going to have Valkyrie showing up and all. And I, I mean, for one thing, the visuals, there's some damn good visuals in that movie. The Valkyrie scene is fucking oh, yeah. the way that when you're telling the story and it's all like in slow motion, the way that, that that's all going. I mean, like and it just, it's visually looks fantastic. So, I mean, I'll praise it where it does, but I'm just not, I wasn't all about like all the big time jokes and mm -hmm. everything. It just, I, I, it just wasn't for me, but at the same time, I still go, yeah, but it made over. Didn't it make a. It made a billion dollars, right? So Ragnarok, like, no. You know, it almost. It, came it was close to eight hundred million, and that's okay. pretty good. Like the Thor, it was bigger than all Thor movies. And yeah. Eight, yeah, eight hundred million, like close, pretty good. And I, I again, it's just I feel like that was the most I'd ever heard people talk about Thor as well. So it's one of those exactly. of like, well, it's that's it's the same way. I, how maybe you feel about Thor is exactly how I feel about the Venom movies, where they okay. just do not work for me at all. There's a few things I like here and there, but I can't be mad at Sony for pumping them out because those things are just making so much money. And there's people like that listen to Geek First that are massive fans of Venom, and I feel bad when I have to review them because I try to be as nice, but I just go, I really, <laughs> this is not the Venom I really want, but people like it. So I, it, it's working for them, right? And that's like, like comic books, there's different runs that yeah, work for everybody. But so. And that's, I mean, like when it comes to this, this genre, because there's so many of them, it's like, you have to just lean into what works. Yeah. That's the thing. You really have to lean into it. And like, I, for the most part, I like the Venom movies, but I don't, you know, but, but there's a lot of things where I don't, you know, and I, and I love Tom Hardy. He's one of my favorite actors currently working. And uh, I know there's a lot of things that were cut out of that first one where I was like, God damn it. And I love the Venom and, and, and uh, Eddie, you know, back and forth. Yeah. I think it really works pretty well. But then other things, it just feels like they just chopped the shit out of it again. But, um, you know, going to the more the, to Morbius, it's just like, <laughs> all right. It almost seems like there. I, I guarantee you somebody right now they're like, I mean, or there has been this week with all the memes and everything like that. And now, you know, um, there, somebody in a room with the writers are going, how can we capitalize on this? Because it, it look at the numbers. Somebody crunched the numbers, saw the analytics, seeing all this and kind of going like, all right, let's re-release it, which is like, okay, that's first off. I'm that's so interested to see. I'm so interested to see what it does. Like I have laughed with people pointing out like, what really if it's coming just, out this weekend? So yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. But what if it just like flops like a oh, little bit more, will. you know, but it, it, it's because again, it's like a why not situation, but it's yes. It's bold, like it's, uh, and also these are things we don't get to see, right? It's like maybe not all the time, like digital sales, things like that. I don't know if the memes and the trending is enough for them that they should go make a sequel. And I don't know if that's gonna make the money, but at the same time, so like, if you were to ask me what's a better idea making a Morbius Mer a Morbius sequel or like El Murato, I'd say probably the Morbius sequel. Like there's other projects they've already <laughs> announced. I'd say the Morbius sequel is probably a smarter idea of. And then if to me, if they do a sequel, they just kind of like always out. They should just lean into it, throw it out the window. Be yeah, like I, I guarantee you somebody's going like, how do we do a crossover between Venom and Morbius? Yeah. I'm wondering if like that's oh, going to be. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. That Sinister Six movie is coming, whether I like it or not. It's happening. Oh, you want to do some good? <laughs> like they're doing. And the good thing is with this Morbin time thing, like it's. I don't think they'll actually call it that. But all you need is like a scene in the movie where Morbius is doing some stuff, and just some random civilian says that to him in like a fun fourth wall breaky joke, and, and he, he kind of goes. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. There's a way you can play into these jokes and not. You don't have to completely 
like if you don't want to go fourth wall you don't have to do that they just gotta get i think that's been the weird thing with the sony movies when you look at venom it's like i think both movies were written by a person that did 50 shades of gray same thing yeah. with morbius it's like some of them did gods of egypt now i'm not the biggest fan of the sony verse but for me it's like sony why aren't you going after some like good talent like i guarantee you there had to be someone out there that is relatively like a good writer like a drew goddard like they did back in the day trying to do sinister oh, six man. like yeah is there no one out there for this venom morbius movie that likes the source material that has some success instead of like the gods of egypt's like writers like that's what i wish they would just i that's why sometimes i just feel like the sony stuff's trying to be a big cash grab because you look at the oh, names totally. attached to it they've never had too much and i guess then you argue me right of like oh well 50 shades big franchise but it's just like <laughs> yeah it's just not not exactly what quality. i want for the quality's not quite there yeah. all right we got mr uh, krypton cage joining right now what's hey. up sir it's more of a time it's more we're talking morbius <laughs> i know you're oh. really enjoying, you're enjoying all the uh the all that you know absolutely fun. i mean look <laughs> i i didn't hate the movie um I know that it was totally, you know, badly edited and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I like the character. Um, I thought it was, um, I thought his power set was good, and they made an okay movie <laughs> out of it. Uh, <laughs> but even after that, they, you know, it kind of got butchered. Like some scenes, oh, yeah. you know, just um, well, the entire the character don't make, yeah. yeah, they don't make sense when you, you know follow the stuff like that so yeah i think uh the movie's not the best but obviously i'm just loving all this uh <laughs> meme stuff and all and i've been saying for a long time that you know sony should just embrace the memes you know yes. do a soft reboot on the character just make him funny like that and mm -hmm. stuff like that so you know well you know what, what i mean what, what, what the best approach i thought which was what they were trying what they were gonna probably do in the original blade movie is in the original Blade movie, they teased the Morbius character. You know, there's a deleted scene from Blade, the first Blade, where, you know, he's on a rooftop and he sees somebody in distance and it's Morbius. You know, he's at that. And it was like, all right, it was going to set up like and maybe he was going to be the villain in the next one. And I think that would have probably that's probably a pretty good approach of like, man, can you imagine if. But then again, of course, Sony doesn't own Blade. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it's all, yeah, it's, God knows what's going to happen with that. I'm, I'm worried about that still, but hopefully. Uh, something that actually was mentioned today by Rhett Reese about Deadpool 3 is the fact that he said Marvel Studios is embracing the R rating. I'm going, can you do that with Blade at least? Come on, he's killing vampires, just do it. You, any other crossover he does, make a PG-13, fine, but make his movie at least rated R because those Snipes, West, those Snipes movies are great. I was going to say, though if we don't if know who PG directed it right yeah we do he's a guy he's only directed i think one or two things he's more yeah. of an independent director kind of that that's what they do they bring those guys in yeah. so then kim feige well, go like uh -oh. but <laughs> then at the same time though what i was gonna yeah, say though true. like with pg-13 like yeah okay that's play but do you feel better worse about it after seeing dr strange and sam raimi because i feel uh... like i'm the same point where like i would want to be radar but i just never bought that but, i just think the only reason deadpool is just because people would be super pissed if people they did pg-13 deadpool so like okay we'll do that i think that could be a good test because they might do other characters but i think they'll they'll do no that's gonna you're gonna be missing some blood in these mcu movies it's gonna be a lot of plasma it's gonna be a lot of vampires <laughs> like evaporating in the stuff but strange makes me feel a little better because there was some like they're trying to push it as much as they could for just like the horror totally aspects good. i feel so 
And some people were like, oh, my God. They were like clutching <laughs> yeah. the pearls. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, they were like, oh, hey, just to let you guys know, it's pretty gory. I'm like, really? Have you watched any other Sam Raimi films? Mm. I mean, that's nothing. You know, I, I'm wondering what I mean, I'm wondering. I've always wondered when it came to Doctor Strange uh, too. Uh, what 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 was something that they said no about? I mean, you know, because to me it seems like when Sam Raimi came on, I think I, I'm 100% thinking that okay, you have the name Sam Raimi. People know the name. People know the uh, what what he's made in the past. Um, when it came to Kevin Feige and uh, what he was gonna let sam raimi do i think i think raimi probably had his contract he was like let me do my thing okay and then you can do your you know the things that we need to do to connect the universes because i mean let's face it at the end of dr strange 2 when like he ah, 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 and then like the eye shows up and then it just cuts to black that is sam raimi 100 yeah. but all of a sudden you get a mid-credit scene where he's like walking again <laughs> And then Clea shows up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's just ruined it for me. And like, yeah, strange because they had to do that because to further Gotta the set story. up the next thing, you know, yes. yeah, it's one, the next thing. One interesting thing that, uh, you know, that recently came out about, you know, in a different interview, the mm -hmm. Fantastic Four interview, um, apparently Feige was not overseeing this movie at all. And that makes sense because phase four kind of have been like, you know, um, I know we have been enjoying phase four because it's been, you know, experimental, less formulaic and all that. So I'm suspecting that's the case because uh, before, you know, phase four happened, phase three happened and all that, there were very less movies and they used to come out like two movies per and year. And you got shows like happening too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. now you have like yeah. four movies a year and you have shows, you have yeah. all of that. You so can't I don't think, you know, yeah. It's literally impossible. And even back then when Age of Ultron and, you know, Endgame, Infinity War were coming out, even then Feige used to, you know, there were reports coming out that he has been very exhausted, you know, oh, yeah. seeing everything and all that. Yeah, I just turned but 49. Imagine now. Birthday, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine how through. it will be now. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and before, so I, too, he had like Ike Perlmutter, which was kind of a pain and stuff and he had to share some stuff but now he's had more creative control <laughs> yeah. ever i know like what you're like referring to is completely right like kroll it was strange that i wonder what kroll was up to because it was like on a late wednesday or a late thursday he put out those tweets about fantastic four and he didn't run it as a story which caught me off guard it was strange but he's putting out these tweets of like yeah foggy's looking for like a sam raimi type where he can kind of entrust the person and right. that's what got me really curious because so do you how, how do you guys think Watts got hired? Because now I'm trying to think that they went to Watts, talked about Fantastic Four, and they didn't talk to anybody else. And now that Watts is gone, they're talking to other people. Because Kroll, if, if it's true, he was hinting at, like, this may not even be announced to, like, Labor Day or something, like, a long time from now. So yeah. I feel like Watts, they just like, oh, yeah, he's the guy. And then when he left, like, oh, we didn't talk to anybody. We got to find someone we trust. Because obviously they trusted Watts and stuff. But... It, I'm really curious John to see who Krasinski is right there. No, that's the thing. I mean, now it's like you already got John Krasinski, who's actor director. Mm -hmm. And we, I think we kind of briefly talked about this uh, last Friday and I've talked about it before too. I think I've been asked the question. It's just like, does John Krasinski go, all right, fuck it. Let me just hit this thing. You know, I mean, we, we always, it would be the first time that the lead in a superhero movie also directed it. I mean, obviously, uh, at one point, Ben Affleck was going to do it. Yeah. Almost oh, yeah. did it. But at the same time, when he was, when, when that whole thing was happening, we kind of just went, 
Yeah, that would have been rough for mm -hmm. Ben to be in a 30-pound bat suit doing something and then going, all right, cut. Mm -mm, Can you mm -mm. send the dailies off? Can you send the Oh, man. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, just to put that suit on takes half an hour or whatever the fuck, you know, and taking it off and everything. It would have been very taxing to him. Now, when it comes to a Fantastic Four movie, I don't think it took that long for John Skrzynski to get in that jumpsuit. <laughs> it no. probably didn't take a lot. He might not even been in that jumpsuit. It might all been CGI, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it, could be, it could be just a mocap suit yeah. at, at some points. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, knowing that his, his powers are, are what, what they are, there's going to be a lot of CGI. But I, you know what? I mean, it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. And like the whole John Watts thing was weird to me because like, dude, the dude did three Spider-Man movies mm -hmm. and it was a very much, it was like the longest fucking origin story of Spider-Man yeah. that we ever got because it was just like spread like with like what, five, six movies. Cause you had civil war, infinity war and end game that essentially just like got Spider-Man to the end of no way home where it's like, Oh, he's now, poor and nobody knows who he is. <laughs> and he's you know he's back to where he doesn't have tony stark's technology yeah. he made a suit himself this is the spider-man that we've all and I, you know and, and i respect the fact that they went a different route i like that even though i, I you know far from home i don't really like that that much mm -hmm. um uh, of course i like homecoming i actually do like homecoming i thought that was a good little start um and then of course i but i liked him you know and i liked him in civil war and in infinity war and whatnot uh and then of course no way home was just you know anybody who's a spider-man fan was just like oh my god you know it was tears and just cheers and everything like that but um but i think i was like i always found it weird i'm like really like why is he now gonna jump to fantastic four because when it comes to john watts it almost seems like he's very much about a coming of age type story because mm -hmm. what is he doing with star wars yeah stranger you know? things meet star wars that's what it's yeah isn't he as? supposed yeah. to be doing some kind of you know, i mean well i know yeah, he's exactly it, producing the skeleton crew right yeah that's the one yeah i think he is might that I the don't, one that that's supposed to be like that yeah. yeah i think he's kind of like the favreau of that show where i don't think yeah. it's gonna be like oh i'm gonna make five shows but i think it's it's his sort of deal and it's yeah a group of young kids they haven't said what they're doing but i know just be like there was uh rumors months ago and that's what the show is described as stranger things meet star wars and not gotcha. that it's going to be mature rated but just that idea of yeah, and he even said that cinema or Star Wars Con, where he said that Star Wars Con. I'm just making up things now. Star Wars <laughs> Celebration, where he said that it's going to be a show that has kids, but it's not for kids, you know. So, mm. and he's doing that Apple Plus movie with George yeah. Clooney and stuff. So that I'm actually been... interested in. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Casey, you're all about the, the Apple. What Apple's given. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to see know, what type of director he is outside of the MCU. Mm -hmm. True, true. And that's and that's the thing is like, you know, he he built his foundation of like, hey, I'm the guy who did these three Spider-Man movies and I did that Spider-Man movie where I brought in all, you know, the other Spider-Man and, you know, they pulled it off and it was and, and, and it's funny, too, because after watching that, I think some of us even went like, wait, he's going to just now move on to a Fantastic Four movie. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And then sure enough, he walks away and I went, that makes sense because Jesus, he, he let the man have a break and do some original work. Right and look now, at those you know? 
look at those Spider-Man movies. Homecoming came out in 2017, and then No Way Home 2022. That's three yeah. Spider-Man movies in that span of time. That's a lot. And I, I do believe it because there was some conspiracy theories like, oh, maybe there's another director or something like that. But I could believe that he may want to step away. I also think that deal could happen at the time. Remember when Spider-Man and you know Sony and Disney they had their little breakup for a while, and everyone yeah. was wondering where John Watts was going to go. And I could have seen at that point they would have been like, hey, we really want to keep you around. You might not get to do Spider-Man, but what if you do Fantastic Four? And if he could have agreed to them both, True. but then when they both worked out, and it's like, well, I'm going to do Spider-Man. And people keep saying it's like he's still going to do Spider-Man 4. So if that is on the docket, that's already another big project. And I, I liked his work before. I've seen both Clown and Cop Car. Funny enough, both have you know young characters. Not the lead. Clown is about a guy who... He puts on a clown outfit and then it sticks to his body and he slowly becomes a clown. It's a horror oh, film. Oh, wow. It's really Isn't messed I... up. Yeah. And then Cop <laughs> Car. Cop Car, you should watch. It's really good. These two kids, they're just shit kids. They steal this car. It's a cop car. They steal the car. But in the back trunk, there's a dead body. And then who mm. does the dirty car belong? Yeah. The cop is played by Kevin Bacon. He's the dirty cop. That's right. And it's, yeah. yeah. It's a fun, like, little movie. So I've liked his stuff he does before. And like Casey mentioned, I always love when directors do that because that's why I'm so excited for the black phone with Scott Derrickson because oh, this yeah. is a guy coming off. You know, he didn't get to do Strange. Every try I've seen looks great. The, the Most of the buzz about it's great. So that's why I'm like, okay, I want to see. He didn't get to do this big budget film. He's going to pour everything into this. And, and that's yeah. only like a month and That's where he shines and, too if you watch like Sinister, you know, oh, yeah, with Ethan Hawke also. Yeah. And that's a fantastic movie. Like, and even watching the first Doctor Strange movie, I mean, that movie is still like when it comes to MCU and it, when, when it comes to origin stories in, in, in CBM altogether, Doctor Strange is up there like top 10 at least in my eyes because he did a fantastic job, the visuals and all the, mm -hmm. the aspects of it. And, um, you know, and you, you, it, it does make sense because maybe he just didn't want to play ball when it came to, well, I got to, you know, do this, do that, do this. And, you know, God knows what happened. Maybe he went like, maybe. I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, because remember that whole, you know, it's going to be PG-13 and you'll like it. Remember yeah. when Kevin Feige yeah. said that? I'm kind of wondering if, if Derrickson was like, I'm going to go, eat. I'm, I'm going to try to push it as even further. I mean, Raimi, the thing about Raimi is like his horror element and his even the gore can have it just there's something that Raimi does where it's comedic. It can be comedic yeah. at times. Like where it's like, yeah, it's like, it's crazy and whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you don't take it too seriously. I don't know. It's like, it's hard well, to explain. Even look at the finale, which has been so funny that Michael Waldron revealed that the zombie strange was his idea. And Raimi at first didn't want to do it. Cause he's like, this is just oh, too close. Yeah, wow. no, it wasn't Raimi's idea. He thought it was too close to evil dead. So he was kind of reluctant to do it. And that's but, what I thought. I thought it was more army of darkness to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when you get that though, you look at it and when I first see it and it's so great, but you, Oh, this is going to be scary. How's this going to play? But then when he's like giving that speech to America Chavez, it's all kind of like funny. Cause it's just like, you got this dead strange who's moving in an awkward way when he's talking, <laughs> his mouth's like slanted. So that's where it's like, yeah, he looks horrific, but it looks very monkey bone-ish. If everyone's ever yeah. seen monkey bone, monkey bone. Yes, yeah. 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 When Chris Catan comes back, <laughs> yes. it's like yeah. fucking wild movie. But like, that's the thing where it, it has a slant of being friendly, you know, like welcoming. And, Plus, he did Spider-Man. He knows how to do a superhero movie in that that rating. And I, I would love one day, I don't know if Derrickson will talk more about it, because it could be the horror. I also still wonder, my theory is I wonder if it was more the 
kind of Wanda multiverse stuff as well, too, of like, okay, you're going to put Wanda in this, you're going to put the Illuminati in this, you're going to have these cameos. And the first Doctor Strange, it's kind of like Sung-Chi, where it's very to itself. Oh, yeah. It's just a Doctor Strange movie. The MCU stuff comes later on in a post-credit scene, right? So Mm -hmm. there's always a chance he wanted to stick to more of that. And they're like, no, he's he's kind of an Avenger almost now. Like, he has to be playing around with all these people. But, again, Derrickson's been, like, nothing but professional. He's just like, no, I'm going to do my own thing and... Dude, I, and, and, and you're right. I can't wait for Black Phone. That's one oh, of my yeah. most anticipated movies of the year. When I saw that trailer and just Ethan Hawke, I'm just, I, I anything Ethan Hawke. He's on I love that right guy. Now. The Northman. Yeah. He really like, is. Yeah. Jesus like, Christ. like Moon Knight was disappointed in the character a little bit, but his performance is great. Like, and yeah. uh, I don't think he's going to, I'm almost mad in Black Phone when I see how much he has the mask on. I'm like, oh, take it off. Like, I want to see him act even more <laughs> so, but he's going to sell it even with just his eyes. But, I just love the idea of that. Of, I mean, mm-hmm. when I saw that first trailer, I was like, oh, okay. This is why, yes. I'm, I want uh, a horror movie that's just original horror movie um you know and then of course the premise is like this 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 boy gets kidnapped he gets put somewhere and then ghosts of the other of mm-hmm. other victims are trying to help him escape and there's all that kind of i mean it's just and then of course like you said ethan hawk and that mask too it's just like i remember i i got in like a little debate on somebody with twitter it was like oh, it just looks like joker like he's got a joker mask i'm like well, okay but it's not his real face. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's something like, I mean, watch the trailer. I mean, if you don't, I mean, Jesus Christ, shut up. But, uh, you know, I think like when it comes to Raimi and I would say, um, Burton, Tim Burton kind of has that aspect too, where he mm-hmm. pushes that element of like, yeah, this could be dark and creepy, but it's, there's something about it where you kind of go, yeah, but kids could watch this kind of thing. Oh, almost, yeah. you know, you watch nightmare from Elm street or not my, from <laughs> Night before yeah. Christmas. Come on, yeah. kids. Th- you ever met I think I just, yeah, we were just talking about yeah. <laughs> it. Was it was in my head. Don't worry. Uh, it's going to be yeah, safe. <laughs> yeah. Freddy Krueger, family yeah. friendly. Yeah. What are we talking about? Jesus Christ. No, but if you watch like Nightmare Before Christmas, I mean, it's, I, I watched the, um, um, on Netflix, the, the how, how movies were made or whatever that docuseries that they have. And they did one on Nightmare on, uh, I mean, it's not his. That's what's funny. It's yeah, like people think producer, it's his. Yeah. he didn't direct it, but I mean, he did kind of like got like this is like he did he have his it, flavor. Yeah. yeah, he had his flavor in it, but he had somebody else that directed it, which you kind of feel sorry for that director. I forgot who actually directed <laughs> it because yeah. everybody just thinks it's Tim Burton. Yeah. And that's what's Tim Burton's We can't movie. even say that's, his name right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and but at the same time, it's just because it did feel like Tim Burton, like he was really like going trying to get this thing going but he just ended up not directing it but you know you look at beetlejuice or something like that it's like i watch that as a kid all the time and there's some freaky fucking things in there there really is but at the same time it's just done in a way where it doesn't go oh you know it's not like freddy krueger it's not like nightmare on elm street where it's just like you have johnny depp get sucked into a bed and then all of a sudden a pool of blood just shoots up to the roof you know to the ceiling so yeah well well and look at talking about burden in that age look at the batman returns controversy right that clip goes around every once at a time in a year where it's the kids being like i went to go see batman and the penguin was scary and catwoman was scary oh my god i hate that clip so much and and that though it's funny that it like we talk about social media that made 
Warner Brothers not have Tim Burton do three because they want to go oh, a yeah. different, lighter direction, right? And it shows like even without social media, because people always go, oh, what would it be like if social media was around back then? It wasn't. But if something was still big enough like that, where parents were not happy with that movie, because that's a PG-13. But again, that's that's pushing it because not even just with Penguin looking horrifying, just like the sexuality of Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. Oh, you, It's kind of like the Batman where a few different edits, you could probably get this over the R line if you wanted to with Batman Returns. Like there's enough, like anytime Penguin has ooze coming out of him it's gross oh, yeah. like what why well, do you he just bites a dude's nose oh yeah and it's squirting everywhere <laughs> yes and he's like making sexual innuendos like very blatant section innuendos but that's the thing where he just like knew enough Show like i think that's the one where he was just trick Yo, yeah. oh yeah and that's the one where he was just on the line and i will say because we didn't know his name henry selick directed nightmare henry before selick. christmas he there also directed Coraline and james and the giant peach which i actually so he, he's he does all the, the holy the shit he directed what? Monkey Bone. Oh, well, there you go. That's, I mean, just full circle. <laughs> it all circle. comes together. Full, full circle. fucking circle when it comes to this, man, and talking about that. That's wow. crazy. So apparently he has a niche where he's doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. just weird stuff, but yeah. It's just weird stuff. But, I mean, yeah, I would say that Rainey and Burton kind of just, they can tow that line of like, man, this is like horrifying, but there's they do it in such a way where it's like, yeah, but it passes, you know? It really does. I mean, when you when you watch Doctor, I mean, I walked out of Doctor Strange just kind of going. I was just I had a smile on my face because I love Sam Raimi. I love his movies and Evil Dead. The first Evil Dead is my all time favorite horror movie. I just love that. I love how bare bones and how ridiculous it looks and what he utilized. There's so many. There are like shots in there. I'm going. How long did that take to do that two second oh, fucking yeah. shot? <laughs> you know, because he was using every little, and I just like that. And I've you know, back in when I was younger, I used to do trying to like do short films and, you know, you just want to do that. It's like, well, how can I make a, a scene look really cool if I just drag the camera along the ground right here or something mm -hmm. like that or utilize the this way of shooting something? And he really did with that first Evil Dead movie. And then, you know, and then, of course, the series went a little more to, to where Sam Raimi is now with, you know, when it got to Army of Darkness, it was like, yeah. all right, you know, now it's just like it's comedy horror kind of thing. But but yeah, it's um I don't know, it's crazy. Third act but... of uh, Doctor Strange is also very bold, like uh, oh, yeah. from the writing perspective. Like think about uh, you pitching this concept of your main hero just sitting in a room for the entire third act, and he will remotely, <laughs> you know, uh, operate. Himself. Yeah, operate a dead body of himself, oh, yeah. and then he'll have <laughs> these soul damn, you know, soul of the damned yeah, rings and yeah. stuff. And that will be your main character who will defeat, you know, who will help defeat Wanda in the third act. Like on paper, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, you know, nine out of 10 executives would agree to that. So I, I just, I just. I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the struggles were with that movie, you know, and uh, everything that, that maybe Raimi wanted to put in there. I mean, but it was, but like I said, it was like that third act was just so. There was a lot of Sam Raimi that was in there, and it's just it's funny to hear that he didn't. He wasn't all about the zombie Doctor Strange at first. So yeah, I mean, because I thought, but then he just like he fucking leaned into it. He's like, all oh, right, yeah. I got this. No, yeah, you can find it because Walter he did a bunch of interviews after, and that was one still that caught me off guard. But at the same time, I want to know if there if there was issues and if there was how many because. At the same time, I feel like after Endgame, the reason they're being so experimental now is they kind of just get to do a victory lap. And it's almost like if something doesn't work, they're like, well, whatever. We got all these other projects coming out. It's going to make money. And sorry for some people that may not like to hear, but like with after <laughs> yeah. COVID and pandemic, 
superhero movies aren't going anywhere. Those are the blockbusters. No. So it's like even the lesser ones, maybe not Morbius, but like the other ones, the rest, like the MCU, your big flash. What do you mean Aquaman. lesser ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Aquaman, Flash, like these other big tentpole ones, they got so much room to kind of fail in a way because people just want to see these big movies again. You know, we went almost two years of not being able to see big stuff or not feeling comfortable mm-hmm. to see big stuff. So it's just like they can take this route. They can take this risk. And Raimi at least has said everything positive. And all I'm waiting for is for them to announce him back for three because I really hope that happens. I would love to see him do three if he wants to. He said he wants to. So I know he keeps talking about Spider-Man 4. I think that's very less likely. I don't think – I think him working with Toby as Spider-Man again could happen in some multiverse way but i just don't know if sony I, I that's another deal i always want to know too is while they're working with mcu is sony yeah. do they have some agreement where they can't do a solo spider-man movie whether it's four or amazing or miles morales because they're doing anything but a spider person movie you know except i guess i always forget olivia wilde has that spider one movie announced right it's supposedly a thing that's happening but we've heard no updates on that for that's right nice. i forgot about that jesus christ yeah there's so many things that just get announced and then it's just like whatever and then you know, obviously now with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery kind of going like, all right, axe that, stop mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, it's a it's a it's a tight ship. And, uh, you know, but, I know. I mean, that's that's a good thing. I mean, I'm like, but wrapping up the whole Morbin time thing. I mean, I'm like, Sony, just <laughs> fucking lean into it. And they are. And yeah. Jared Leto is now leaning into it, too. And I thought what he did on, the, on social media, I like that video. that video was perfect. I Smart. mean, it's perfect. Jared Leto is someone who supported every single of these movements, you know, yes. from release the Snyder Cut, restore the yeah. Snyderverse. He said it, release yes. the air cut. He said yes. yes. And now this. <laughs> He's now all more than time. Like, now more, yeah, now more yeah. than time. The biggest. I love how they are just asking, "What time is it?" <laughs> oh, and the, yeah, just like a tweet of just look at the, and like that's what I always want to know for people that haven't seen this movie. If they think at one point because there has been like legitimately threads of people screenshotting and like, "Oh, the movie he never says Morbin time." You know, it's like, yeah, no, he doesn't. You know, like the I think the memes make this movie out to be like a lot more almost like Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it's not that. It's just like a. <laughs> average superhero movie the you second know? movie yeah. should be like that though it should be oh yeah it should, it should be. be musical be numbers Fuck, jared Leto's a singer he exactly can... he's oh, got a voice yeah. do it family you know opera they, vampire dude yeah. they might they might That'd they might awesome. be like how do we salvage this and there it is that's how you salvage is yeah. like turn the whole fucking movie into a meme i mean it seems like when it comes like you know going to the venom series it's like that that wasn't taken too seriously no. it's like yeah at certain yeah. points for it seems like even when, like with the last one, Circus was trying to do something, but you, it's noticeably chopped up. But it's you know, but when it comes to all always like the Eddie and the Venom stuff, it was always like, don't take this seriously. Look at this; it's ridiculous. I mean, mm-hmm. and I you know I might have been like, you know, maybe it's not always for me, and I think maybe it gets a little too ridiculous. But if it works, it fucking works. I I don't have to be like, yeah, I don't like it. But for the most, if you're making money on it, by all means, go for it. That's why I oh, said yeah. the same thing with Thor. Go for it. You know, if it works, it works. Not for me, but guess what? I'm just one person. You got billions of people out there that like it. So fine. And I and I guarantee you, now I don't know again if it if making Morbius two means it's an instant hit, but there's at least these memes have made one even if it's one or two people go out of the way to go buy a ticket or go watch it on vod the memes in the talk have probably made some people interested like okay i just gotta oh, watch yeah. this thing you know like what what is Acres it about? Are in on this yeah like, oh yeah they usually never you know get involved in cbm stuff on twitter yeah. and now they're the ones that are driving this more than us Dude, i mean 
I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, after like, you know, the Snyder cut stuff, I mean, that was all social media yeah. blowing that up. And now it became like a thing. I mean, it's fucking the boys season three released mm -hmm. a Burke Boyk Burke. How, how do you say his last I name? I always Burke. forget. Burke. Burke? Burke? Yeah, Burke? I don't know. Something yeah. like Bork. He's a talentless like hack either way, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like they they decided like, hey, we in season two we kind of referenced a little bit already with the whole that whole thing. So let's just lean into it, and they're totally doing it. Like the dude who plays uh, that director, he's posting like mm -hmm. vlogs as the director and just like talking about it. And and you watch the first three episodes. By did you guys watch those three episodes? Yes, yep. I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I made the mistake. I made the mistake because and I tweeted it a lot yesterday. I made my dinner and then I Ooh. fired up that first episode. So I'm eating. And, and yeah, we all know what happens in that first episode. I, Jesus I did the exact same mistake, Dave. I saw your tweet <laughs> and then I started eating and I thought, okay, maybe it's just blood. I, I can do it. No, it wasn't no blood. not just blood. No. <laughs> yeah. it's i because that happened i won't say what it is if you haven't watched it but i it happened and i literally legitimately paused because i want to see it's 13 minutes in 13 minutes in this yeah. like the craziest thing i think i've ever seen before like just as a comparison because this is back to season one when you thought that girl that sat on that guy's face and crush it was gonna be the craziest yeah. thing you ever saw this is like that times 10 it was yeah. it was it was nuts no pun intended it was just crazy like i can't i couldn't believe what i was watching and just this is probably just because streaming stuff it's like what they can get away with nowadays if oh you would have told God, me 20 dude. years ago in a superhero project this is gonna be happening it's just like geez louise it's, it's well just crazy, i mean i, I mean it. okay so i mean in the past couple of weeks here travis i don't know mm. if kc has seen it i mean we've seen some disturbing stuff you saw men you saw oh men. God, yeah. You saw you text you you DM'd me after <laughs> you saw my first reaction. You were like, Did Casey, did you see men? You didn't see men, right? No, they don't yeah. really hear. Yeah. So men yeah. is still it's a, it's a is, very limited release movie. So yeah. yeah. Men is still top dog and, for uh, the crazy uh, stuff. Cronenberg okay. movie too. That really oh yeah, they got the yeah, that's coming out this weekend. Crimes of I don't future, know if I can yeah. I don't, I'm not I, you know what? <laughs> I need a, I, 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 I don't do good with the whole body horror stuff sometimes. Mm. Like, I don't mind it. And Cronenberg's great. I mean, uh, you know, he's made some gems in the past. But nowadays, it just looks so fucking real where I'm just kind of going. And if you, yeah, if you watch Men, the last 20 minutes of Men, you just go, oh, my God. Oh, oh you know, yeah. you're just kind of going, you're just, I was squirmish. You know, it's a good movie. But it's one of those movies you walk out and go, I don't need to see that again for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes this boys scene look like yeah. chump change. Like it's just, Yeah, because it's, the boys yeah. scene is like, it's a lot of VFX, like a lot yeah. of, you know. And there's some comedy played up. And man, it's just straight serious. Like this is some of the most effed up stuff you're seeing in your life. But it's just like, yeah, Crimes of Future, I think like as bad as it sounds, I love the cast. I really want to see oh, it. Yeah. But I think that for me is like a perfect streaming like sit at home movie yeah. like i'll wait yeah till i don't wanna yeah. and also probably if it was out in a time where i know i'm gonna see jurassic world i know i'm seeing like like the next five to six weeks i know i'm just like seeing a bunch of movies so it's like okay i'm gonna sit one more week out at the theaters maybe i'll catch us on a cheap tuesday or something but the next few weekends i'm gonna be seeing multiple movies coming out so i uh, and it, it just 
it looks very like slow moving too. So it's like, okay, I think I, I think I can wait to home at this one, but I hear good things. And that no, no, yeah. Viggo I'm going to watch it. You know. You're right. I don't want to watch it in the movie theater. I think I'm going to watch it when it comes out of three. Yeah. I don't want to like sit in like my chair, like I did with, uh, you know, the last 20 minutes of men going, yeah. Oh my God. Like just, whew. and it's funny too, because wonder Meg, you know, we all know wonder Meg. She, um, she saw it last night <laughs> and it tweet, was funny. Yeah. yeah. And you saw her tweet. She's like, she literally goes finally seeing this. And then all of a sudden she quotes Twitter. They go, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. and then I was messaging with her going, and we were talking back and forth. Just tight. She was like, Oh my God. And we were just going through it. I'm like, yeah, I told you. I mean, cause I told her about it. Like when I saw it two weeks ago and I was just like, man, yeah, was not expecting that. I mean, again, great movie, like, like great, done like it's a well very done well movie made. yeah very well made Garland's and great. there was like an aspect of it that i you I mean i only saw the first trailer so i had you know i didn't really know what the fuck was this movie is about not sure it's just like the first trailer didn't really reveal much and then when you're watching it, you're going what wait 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 a minute wait a minute what and then all of a sudden it just like you start going oh okay you start realizing what it is because a lot of you know symbolic about a lot of stuff and the way people are and the way that it jumps back and forth between something that happens with this girl and then of course currently but then man when it gets to this <laughs> that those again the last 20 minutes just prepare yourself I, and again i i go how is this not an nc-17 because oh, it gets yeah. that fucking crazy. I'm like, how did this pass to be an R rating? They're very you, lucky. Even oh not even NC-17. I'm just like, he's so lucky. Like some studios, like, yeah, you can make this. You know, like it's just one of those movies where, like, how did he kind of get this through? But it is something that. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Exactly. That's yep. what it is. They're just like, yeah, dude. And that's the thing, like, men, like, if you ever see it, Casey, eventually, when you talk to anybody else that's seen it right away, you know, like, you're going to start talking about that scene. It's just like, oh, you've seen men, you've seen men. You're like, oh, what do you think about that ending? And right away, you get into it. Because uh, someone on Geek First I reviewed with, he took his girlfriend to, which oh I, 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 I wish it's I told not him a date not night to. movie. Yeah, I, I wish I told him not to because I'm like, how'd it go? He's like, she fucking hated the movie. But, oh like, either way, like, that last ending too it's just it's yeah men, men's men at least men no matter what i'm gonna remember it for the rest of my life because oh yeah just it's, like, it's up know. there with mother with midsummer with hereditary yeah. Yeah. i mean it's, it's yeah it's, that's it's, totally it's, my job then exactly so oh, yeah, yeah i mean this like i'm saying like then, i said yeah. there's a specific genre and i and please let directors keep doing this shit oh yeah i want to yeah. walk into a movie and walk out with my eyes wide and going what the <laughs> fuck did i just i want that i want that doesn't mean and I'm like like again what we're saying here. It's still a very well done movie. Alex Garland's the shit. I love his movies. Love his uh, devs that he did on FX. He's a fucking beast. But it's just it, if I it, and I, you almost think that they would actually appreciate that kind of review. It's like wow, great movie. But I don't want to watch it again anytime soon. He's probably mm -hmm. like fuck yeah, that's what I was going for. I wanted to shock you that fucking hard. And I'm sure Mr. Astor and uh, um, uh, Arnosky, who did fucking Mother and and uh, who did Hereditary? Was that also Astor? Harry Astor, uh, yeah. Harry Astor, yeah. And Robert Eggers. I think they, they the want that. He want, yeah. They want that, you know? And I think even Robert Eggers gets to that point too. I mean, The Northman was very, like, it was like one of those movies where it's like, whoa, like, man you pushed it it doesn't get to the point of these movies where yeah. i'm walking away going oh my god but i walked away going shit that was like that was something unique and different and he did some really cool shit in that I think, movie 
I think obviously it's not to the level of men, but I think Eggers did that with Lighthouse because that's a super oh, yeah. risky. Like, who's gonna like? Uh, there's no one really other than people that are my film Twitter friends that I can recommend that movie to because like in my personal yeah. life, I know you're not gonna like Lighthouse. Like, there's because people always ask me like, oh, like, oh, it's Robert Pass and Willem Dafoe. Like, it's a good cast, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it's just not what you th- you're thinking it's gonna be. It's so no, no, it's just about gaslighting somebody for a while, <laughs> and another guy who wants to fuck a mermaid. You know, and like, there's no way you can pitch. I was like, unless you really yep. want to see different type of film, this is just skip this one, you know? And it's like at one point, Willem Dafoe's on the ground barking like a dog. He's naked. Like it's a fucking weird ass movie, but it's great. The, the only the, the way you sell that movie is the performances because oh, both of them, yeah. they, they put out, I mean, that, that there's that, that scene where, 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 you know, and you know, the movie's been out forever. So it doesn't like spoilers or anything, but when, when Pattinson's character is like trying to bury Willem <laughs> Dafoe and, and like, it is like literally a whole monologue that Willem Dafoe has to do with yeah. no edits while he's getting dirt thrown on onto his face. face. Yeah. And he's got to like, conti- I'm like, how did this performance not get nominated for anything? And Pattinson also. Film. Pattinson that's why. It's a horror film. movie. Yeah. So that's what it was. It's yeah. Pe- people think that the Oscars hate superhero movies. No, oh, they no, hate horror, horror movies. They hate horror movies. Like, yeah, same with Hereditary. Like, I know it was like a big thing yeah. back then, but Tony Collette. Like, Tony Collette. Fuck, oh, oh my God. How it didn't happen? It's crazy. I don't know. It's really weird, but we got Mr. Ray coming Hello, in sir. right here. What is up, sir? Ray. 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 There you go. Found your drop. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I'm just I'm popping my head in here for a second. Um, okay. The Oscars, they hate horror. They hate science fiction. They hate. Yeah, they're not a fan of science fiction. It, it, basically, if it's not like, you know, at first you have the, the the small window of November to like late December that you've mm-hmm. got to release your movie in, and then there's the, all the, the 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 politicking, and I don't mean you know like politics. I mean like you know the the campaigning for lunch party your movie. Oh yeah, and and, yeah. <laughs> and the, the the gifts and the screeners and thank you so much. We're presenting this for consideration and all mm-hmm. that. Like there's there's so much like pomp and circumstance and, and just like you know general arrogance with the academy with respect to anything like that. And so these studios are not going to forward the whole like the whole superhero thing that's only been within like the last what four or five years. Oh, and yeah. it's all and it's only because Marvel became as big as it did otherwise we still wouldn't be you know and and it's funny because like i think the only two superhero movies that have won above the line oscars in the last decade or two have been dc movies yeah and and dark and and joker and they well and and they've only that character literally that character is the only one capable of winning Oscars. Don't on forget any- about breaking the speed force. That's the third one as well. <laughs> yeah, there was that. Yeah, not not, not an not an official statue, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know there's some people that claim that like, oh, did they get a stat? I'm like, no, not quite. It's no. just a fun little thing that they did. And you I know, was, you guys think pretty- Batman will do? Uh, you know, get nominated. No, sure. I, I I am concerned about the timing. I feel mm-hmm. like it's too far yeah. away because of when yeah. it like it if it had stuck to its original release date oh it, it, would, have, it would have had several nominations yeah. in this past year's oscar i think it'll sure. get it'll get the technical stuff yeah. as yeah. as it does but i don't yeah, yeah maybe it it. It. 
Oh yeah, and then I mean, I'm hoping at least it gets like a cinematography nomination yeah. because it should. Yeah, that could be possible. It yeah. depends on what comes out. That's the other thing I thought hurt uh, Logan too, because that came out of March. Oh my god! And to, to me, the yeah. fact that Jackman didn't even get a nom, I didn't understand it at all. Because like, I thought there there should have been he should have been nominated for best actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie, what's her name, best supporting, and then Stewart should have been best supporting actor, yeah. and then Mangold for best director. I, I thought. I, I, yeah, I thought oh, I did, I did, was did, the end movie Keen. thing at that time. Daphne Keen. Oh, Daphne. I thought her name was Sophie. I don't know why I said Sorry. Well, that, Daphne well, but, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I thought her name was yeah, Sophie. Yeah, the only thing I got was like an adapted screenplay nom, and that was it. And yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. damn. And- Ridiculous. <laughs> what were we going to say, Casey? Did they have the 10 uh, movie slot at that yes, time? Yes, they did. They oh, did because because yeah. that, that expansion happened. That's it's been a while since they've expanded. That happened. The, the, the Dark Knight rule two thousand nine because yeah. that was everyone was mad that it didn't get on. We're like, how can we change this? And yeah. now the rules have changed with that because it can't be ten and stuff. Because two thousand seventeen, I remember everyone was arguing that Logan should get one and Wonder Woman. Those were the two big ones people were trying to really push for because yeah. they had these big impacts, but it, it didn't. Happen. Well, and then twenty eighteen was Black Panther. Yep. They they really yeah. that was when the best popular award the best the best popular Oscar talk started, which oh, is yeah, <laughs> eventually led into the Oscars fan favorite stuff. Yeah, like yep. they, they, because they they wanted, you know, and they, and what it got nominated, I think uh, Ruth Carter for costume design, mm-hmm. and then um, I think there was a set design, and then I think Gorenson did Gorenson win? He did win for, for Black Panther. He won yeah. for yeah. So yeah, but so again, technical Oscars. I think we can count on. Like Total. some of these to win the technical Oscars, mm-hmm. but like above the line stuff, like that's, I don't know. Like it, I'll, I'll wait for someone other than the Joker to win <laughs> an above the line Oscar because I just don't know that that's gonna happen. I mean, listen, listen. If he uses the court, if he uses the court of owls in the sequel, then let's look, let's see. Morbius too. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, ah, Morbius. Don't Morbius. That's gonna be a huge Oscar contender. <laughs> we got Tyrese Gibson. Fan is, favorite of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyrese. Oh man, they should do the fan favorite poll again. I oh, want, dude, Morbius I want would it's be Morbin a time to win. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I am enjoying so much of the of, of the of all the angst and all the people that are like legitimately angry. I know they're like, like no, no, don't go see it. What, what, what the fuck are they doing? It's like, all right, get the stick out of your ass. We're having fun here. Not n- nobody thought it was like a like the best fucking movie ever, but we're just enjoying the fact that it's it's shining a new light into it, which it's is like, a hey, life. yeah. I you know? listen truthfully. If, if it leads to us seeing, you know, I mean, not. I want to see the, the like Tyrese's. I want to see the cut with Tyrese's. Yes, m- that's what I'm hoping that it actually like, leads to. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's what I. I what did Sony do before they mangled? Like, like, yeah. like before they mangled it because it really cut out because it really just seems and this seems like you know I mean they they made so many like budgetary decisions with it like you can tell just watching the movies like okay no you, you cut a decent amount out of this. So well, I would been, love to see what the original version of it was. They've been cutting so much the past few years. Like we've like we talked about that before with like oh way twenty four. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see some men action there. But hey, Jared Leto can do it. Twenty four needs to like do a superhero movie somewhere. Now. They're gonna add some. They're gonna do their own spin on it. They're not gonna get IP, but I guarantee you they're gonna do their own spin one day. It'll Maybe be more. Do it. 
Yeah, there you go. I feel like the A24 one's going to be very similar to something like glass, like something like that, yeah. where it's just people. But Or even like look, a Brightburn, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good but one. like we talked about the Venom movies. We talked about how much those were chopped. And then remember Amazing Spider-Man 2, how much that got chopped up. Like we had a whole Mary Jane cast and multiple scenes. Yeah. That's just on the floor somewhere. So it's like they've like the past few years with their live action movies they get i don't know if it's gun shy or they just kind of take on a lot of notes like oh let's get rid of that but there's a history like a track record of these live action ones recently not counting the the mcu ones because i'm not sure who's making those calls exactly but with their own led ones a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor for better or worse so well yeah and and as far as the mcu ones like i i I don't know if dave you said this or i heard like, like like watts's original idea for no way home was different Oh yeah, what they I've went heard with, that yeah. but it's Craven gotta, was the, right. Craven, yeah, was, Craven was supposed yeah. to be like a villain or something like that. Yeah, but you got I mean, unless your name is Sam Raimi, you gotta you gotta fit neatly into their mm-hmm. plans. Yeah. you know, like that, well, that's and then just even, the nature of the franchise. Well, we were taking we were talking about that before with Doctor Strange. Is like you know they they gave you know Feige was it was just revealed like he basically just didn't he just let Sam Raimi do his thing, but all Sam Raimi had to do, you know, and I think Sam Raimi was like, Hey, let me do my thing and I'll still play ball and fit. You know, that's why when you see that the last scene and it ends with, with strange in the street and the freaking the, the third eye comes up and he cuts to black. I mean, that's a, a, a totally a, a Sam Raimi ending. And, but then of course they had to do the mid credit and it just kind of go, I was like, ah, shit kind of just ruined the ending for me because I'm a Sam Raimi fan, but I got it because I'm like, oh yeah, they got to fucking do this because yeah, it's the yeah. MCU. We hired yeah. Charlize. She's here. We got to shoot this scene. And she looked gorgeous. So I oh, mean, yeah. the, the ending of the movie was very, it was, it, it reminded me of drag me to hell. It yeah. Really well, oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah. evil dead movies too. I mean, you watch that first evil dead. It's like, you know, when Ash like walks out and the sun's coming out and he's like, it's like over. And then all of a sudden it's just like, and you get that point of view of the evil. And then it just, and then he just turns around and goes, ah, and then it just cuts. And it's just like, and it's just like written directed by Sam Raimi. It's like, yes, that's what he does. You know? So, but you know, at least they gave him leeway for that, you know? So, yeah, yeah, so we got so we, we got to appreciate that. Yeah, so 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 I get that, but uh, yeah, but no. As far as like, so <laughs> you you were, you listed them all off, but I was about to like get it because because I, I was like, okay, well, basically, Edmund to basically pick pick a day, watch Midsummer, Hereditary, yeah. <laughs> Mother, and then Men all in one day and see if I'm still alive. Did you watch Men? Did you watch Men? I have seen none of these movies. I've seen. Okay, okay. You're like you're staying away from those. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not that I'm staying away from them. I'm going to watch them eventually. It's just from I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. It's one of those where like you 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 hear people talk about each of them, and I'm like, okay, it it's this weird dichotomy of I it was good, but it was fucked up. I'll never watch it again. And I'm like, that's yeah. not a ringing endorsement to go I know. see it. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. the same time, it kind of is because then you're kind of intrigued. Like, why is it fucked up? You know? Yeah. It, right. it, 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 I don't know. It was funny too, because it seemed like uh, maybe not hereditary, but mother midsummer and men, I walked out. And there was always like that. There's like that other person that was maybe there by themselves too, because I don't think I saw Hereditary by myself. I think I, a friend of mine came with me. So, 
it was different, but all the other ones I watched, you know, mother hereditary and men by myself. And it was like, there was always like another dude that was there by himself. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of one of those, like you're walking out and you just kind of like look at each other, like what the fuck, you know, just kind of <laughs> like, what, what do you think? What, what do you Emotional think happened right in there? That moment. Yeah. yeah. And that happened with men. There's one dude was just no like way. walking out, you know, and like you have the trash cans, you throw your stuff away. And then we just kind of looked at each other and I'm like, and I just looked at him like, well, that was something, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's like, you know, because it's just, my God, I mean, it's just, it gives you in, but again, I appreciate filmmakers just doing that kind of stuff because that's what I, you know, I want to walk, walk out like that every now and again. I don't always want to walk out like I did with Top Gun and just be like, fuck yeah, man, let's well, do well, this. You know? Well, and, you know, I feel like maybe some people are either blissfully ignoring the marketing or they're like, yeah not paying attention to the marketing because what about that trailer or that poster or that title screams date movie? Oh no. <laughs> Why no, would you what, like, I, I, I haven't even seen the movie and already know I will be watching it alone by myself yeah like, you're not, not, not fiance into this one man. no there is no like like what why it's just oh yeah you know, why well, well when i after i saw mother i told every mom that i knew i was like don't watch it just don't yeah, just yeah don't yeah. mother a, i appreciate yeah. mother be, yeah because of that scene i appreciate yeah. mother because of that scene because you know a lot of uh filmmakers don't dare to go there because they'll get hated for it oh yeah you know, for the rest of their lives you know, how dare you do that in a movie and blah, blah, blah. But I just loved it because you'd never get to see that. And it's yeah. just awesome. I'm telling you. I mean, like, yeah, and that's what I did. And then, you know, when it comes to, uh, like, Midsummer, when I tell people, I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, if you're going to watch that, I mean, it's about a cult. And they don't hold back. I mean, there's a, I mean, I always tell them, like, there's a lot of full frontal nudity. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, when it comes to uh, Midsummer. Also, men though too. There's a lot. I will say that you know, if you're. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that. But let's let's move on from the uh, the crazy A24 stuff. Which please, A24, keep on doing your thing. I'm enjoying it. We're all enjoying it, even though like we're going. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that for a while. Um, when it comes to uh, this week and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, I mean. I mean, that's why I titled this stream the Warner Brothers Disco, because it is a great, it's like, it's a party and it's like, hey, you're invited, you're kicked out, what's going on? We got Toby Emmerich that stepped down, of course, he got another deal, so it's not fully gone, but it's one of those things because we've seen this before and this is very much a thing that they'll do when it comes to these, these, these elites where they kind of go like, where, you know, you step down, but it's almost like where it's like, Zaslav's like, hey man, like you, but um i need to make this place uh really doing good and you kind of fucked up in the last <laughs> few years i'm just saying you fucked up a little bit so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you this deal you're gonna go over here and then that's pretty much it and we're gonna get somebody else which i think michael deluca i mean, and we talked i talked about that on film junkie live a few weeks ago michael deluca and pamela abdi if i'm saying her name right coming in from mgm smart smart because those guys those two did uh great stuff over at mgm and i think having a team you know not just having one person i mean at, at least having a team to run 
uh, Warner Brothers, I guess, pictures or whatever Toby, you know, whatever Toby was doing. Um, obviously, they still need somebody who needs to run the DC studios, whatever, and uh, stop. I, I And people who keep saying that Deborah Snyder should do it, please stop. <laughs> I uh, when I see that on my timeline, I'm like, she doesn't want to do that. Her and Zach have a good thing going. She produces this movie. I mean, again, and this is what I always talk about too when it comes to these movies. I mean, you know, we always talk about female directors. We never talk about the female producers, man. I mean, come on. There are so many great female producers that have produced Kathleen some of the biggest shit. Yes, yes. I mean, there's so many, and like when it comes to Debbie, like it's a perfect team of like Zach's the guy who's like, yeah, 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 let's do this, do this, and then every now and again she go, no, no, that's a little too much, right? You know, because the I always, I always, yeah, and I always go back to like you know uh, in 300 when Leonidas before he kicks the dude down into the hole, and he looks at his queen and she goes. And then he does, you know, you know, that's that's their fucking relationships. Like, she's not going to come in and run DC studios. And I keep seeing that. I'm like, stop, stop. Fan casting for movies is one thing. (laughs) Fan casting for studio executives. That's something else. And yeah, the the, uh, same thing. You know, I I read the because I didn't read the the paywall. Casey, I think were you the one that was sharing the, the Yahoo one? Yeah, it's the thank exact you. same thing. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you for that because fuck yeah. the raps. Pay yeah, you sent so that to me you. too. Thank you. Um, so, like the, the biggest thing, I mean, obviously the 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 big thing in blinking letters for me is the the idea of them finally treating DC as a studio. Like he wants to hire somebody to be in charge of it, and you know, I, the scary part for a lot of fans I know is going to be the whole idea of running it like Marvel. But as we've talked before, we there, we don't have an issue with the structure of Marvel Studios. The issue that we've always had, that any of us have had, like if, if Steven were here or anybody else has had about Marvel Studios, is their creative decisions. It's a subjective difference in terms of what they do. As far as how they run it, and, and same like you were saying, it's not just one person. I mean, it's not just Feige. It's also Victoria Alonso. It's also Louis D'Esposito. The idea of having a team and having the structure and just treating the IP as what it should be, which is the biggest IP that you have. And one of the biggest IPs on planet earth. In fact, if we're talking about it from just a point of like how many assets you have, you have been in a position and this is why Toby Emmerich should, should have stepped down sooner. It, it mm. has nothing to do with like, I mean, listen, all the bullshit that we you know, aside and all the, the Snyder cut stuff. Yes, Absolutely. From a business standpoint, he was a bad businessman because yeah. you have a situation literally where for the last 14 years, Marvel Studios has not, you know, until four years ago, did not have control of Fantastic Four, did not mm-hmm. own the rights to the X-Men, X-Men and they yeah. still don't own the rights to Spider-Man. And yeah. they managed to build Marvel Studios into that using their C&D list characters from the beginning. Meanwhile, DC has everyone, everyone. There are no limits. They don't have to negotiate with Sony for Batman rights. They don't have to play nice with somebody else for Aquaman rights or whatever, right? Like, they have everybody, and there's still this, you know, like, discombobulated and everything. So, no, the, the idea of finally treating it as more than just a division in your studio and finally making it a studio, that's, like, the biggest thing 
to me that is like that that's the thing that's the biggest thing that i'm that i took out of the piece and was like yes finally it's about damn time there is a risk obviously because here's what's going to happen guys they're going to build dc studios the second they make a decision that somebody that, that a lot that a lot of people don't like terrible idea fire everybody <laughs> da, 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 right but uh, to me they do it, it is a risk that i am willing to take right it's it's the ultimate risk okay you want that you want dc studios to happen you want them to have their autonomy you want them to have their own boss and make their own decisions and report to the big boss just like feige reports to his big boss you want that organizational structure but the risk is that they will make decisions that you may or may not care for going yeah, forward. That's, and I- that's the thing, though, because like with Kevin Feige, he has the comic knowledge as well as the business side, right? Like the person like uh, who's coming for the DC uh, you know, head, he doesn't need to have that. He just has to be a good businessman and then he can, you know, hire an advisor like Jim Lee or someone like that who can, you know, yeah. co-create it with them. So I think that is fine. But uh, like you, Ray, I, I just love that, you know, the role of the Warner Brothers Pictures chairman has reduced to just WB Pictures and DC has just, you know, segregated from that. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, DC can just do whatever with the IP, but the thing is that they will have full control over the movie making decision. They don't have to keep asking for everything, you know. That is if, you know, <laughs> Zazlav isn't a super control freak. Um, <laughs> then that might be a problem. But I don't think he would do that because there's no point in creating a vertical then if, you know, if he's involved in every decision. Well, well yeah, and, and, and I, I in, in some ways, Casey, I'm almost, oh, I'm, I'm better with him being the control freak and not the head of Warner Brothers being the, because the biggest problem, I think, with, how DC has been structured is it's just been a division under Warner yep. brothers. It's far too big for that. Yep. And you and, and, still makes the decisions. Right. And, and I think that the problem is that you had a guy who was in charge of the whole studio that was treating DC on the same level as Harry Potter and Dune. Like they're all in the same playground. No, they are not. not DC is by far your biggest IP and you need to maximize that. And so that's why it is, that's really why it's most important to get it out from under the wing of just being a division at Warner Brothers and be its own separate vertical period. So, so like you said, the autonomy can be there and you know, you, you're not having the person in charge of DC studios doesn't have to worry about Dune, doesn't have to worry about Harry Potter, mm. right? Isn't trying to balance all these other, you know, all this other content that is these franchises that are not even close to the size of DC. The DC boss worries about DC and that is it. That That's is what, what they should. And then, you know, when it comes to all this and, you know, Zaslav, um, from what I've heard, he's like, he's a numbers man. Like he, yeah. you know, he's a businessman. He, he's looking at all the analytics, all the numbers and everything like that. And, and uh, when it, when it, when it comes to DC, especially it's like, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of an, an issue here because, I mean, you literally have three Batman right now, but you have one that is 70 years old that came back, which is great, cool, and nostalgia points and whatever for certain things, but there's there's not longevity there. There's not much there that you can really work with. Then you have a, uh, a basically a 50-year-old Batman who basically said, eh, you know, maybe I'll come back for some cameo stuff, but I don't want to do the full... And then you have... 
uh, uh, you know, your, your, your basic bat, your, 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 your Robert Pattinson, your Matt Reeves, but that's its very own thing. That's not going to be a shared universe. That's going to be its own thing. So it's like the Batman problem, even though you have three Batman, you have a Batman problem if you wanted to have this shared universe. And to me, I'm like, kind of going like, all right, well, if you're uh, the whole Henry Cavill Superman talk, yes, that was like some DC insider and all this stuff like that. But then, of course, I was talking with the you know person that I know that's in the biz and trying to get the information of, uh, you know, he's just like, we're just having conversations. And he goes, I mean, basically what Zaslav was, is trying to figure out is like, what do we do? do? Do we just start from scratch? Or do you just continue on with what you have already with everybody? And that's that's a little bit of an interesting thing too. I mean, even though like what Zach was trying to do, he want, he didn't want to do what was happening over at Marvel or Marvel Studios. He didn't want to do that. He was like very much, all right, I'm going to have this self-contained story. I'll set the foundations. Other directors can do their thing. And of course, people like Toby Emmerich and you know other people just kind of fucked that up. But at the same time, he was very much like, okay, we got this. And they very much, there was, there is a universe there. But um, obviously, there's been some struggles, obviously, with Ezra Miller, that whole thing. And then stuff that, you know, obviously with Aquaman a little bit too. But obviously, that was a side character, you know. Why? What's, what's going on with Aquaman? I haven't heard. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the movie's yeah. still going to be released, I guess. Oh, it's, yeah. it, but that's, but that. Dude, like that is that is so much on the front burner compared to the Ezra Miller situation. 100%. Oh yeah, that is, yeah. Is, but but is, what I was gonna like really say is like, okay, so what what's what's what Zaslav I think is looking at is going all right. We need to have a universe, a shared universe with these characters because that seems to be you know what people want, and it, it definitely is. Um, so how do we achieve that? And I think like when it came to this DC Insider, which probably scoopy pants or whatever the fuck it was um uh basically it was just like uh it makes sense and then you know i've said it before and the reason why we haven't heard anything when it comes to you know mr cavill superman right here is like you know he his value went up he knew it went up he negotiated hard warner brothers was like no and they clashed, and that's why we haven't heard anything, regardless of you know certain fucking scoops out there that keep on saying every, you know, every six weeks that says like, oh, negotiations are happening. Negotiate? No, they're not. Um, nothing's real. But when it comes to this whole structure changing and everything like that, there's a little light, little light right there. Because why start over with the Superman when you already have a Superman? Who's Henry Cavill, who's very much a name now. When he was cast as Superman, Man of Steel, nobody knew who the fuck... It, we didn't know how to pronounce his goddamn name. Cavill? We always like, Henry Cavill? I called him Cavill for a long time. Until you found out. Oh, it's Cavill. And now he's a name. He's been in a Mission Impossible movie. He has his own series on Netflix. He's been... He's just... His value has gone up. And he embodies Superman. You look at him, you just go, fucking A, that's fucking Superman right there. So why start over? It's like it, it's not necessarily that you have to basically do a, like a sequel to Zack Snyder's Justice League or anything like that, but you have that origin. So what is what is the best option? Build from just like, all right, we have this dude, he's a name, he's valuable. And if we do a Superman movie, we could do whatever. You know, but we can have this loosely like in the back, like, hey, we have this origin story like he mm -hmm. he showed up on Earth. Uh, people didn't accept him. Half the people didn't accept him. Half the people did. There was a 
dude in a bat suit that wanted to kill him. And then there was like this nerdy dude, <laughs> Lex Luthor, that wanted to fucking kill him too. It's all there. You sound like, what's his name from Ant-Man? What's his, Luis, when he's doing the whole, Luis. I know, right? talking to, yeah, oh, hey, there's a dude yeah, in a bat hey. suit and you want to fucking kill him and he's exactly. dead. And now he's hey. Back. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, that's Michael Pena. We got the yeah, same yeah. last name and he has yeah. a mustache and I'm growing one right now. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to summon my uh, Michael Pena right there. This is Dave I'm talking to, to David Zaz off in the boardroom. Okay, there was this. and now <laughs> Here it is. I mean, this is what we're talking about. Man. And then, and then Henry fine. was in Mission Impossible, and he loaded his arms, and he did. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got this guy; he looks like fucking Superman. That's right. I look at him. Yeah, I could totally, yeah, uh, totally do that. I, I still, I'm still trying to prove that we're related somehow. Anyways, um, um, so you have already right there. You have this, so it's like just build on that. Like, yeah, you have a Batman problem, but at the same time, you don't because yeah, Matt Reeves building this whole Bat universe, which is a universe in it of itself. There's a lot of things you could do there. I mean, obviously, there's there's shows and sequels that are going to be coming out. So keep that right there. So what I'm looking at is like if Ben Affleck is still open to just be like, hey, I'll come in and still do the Batman thing, but I don't want to be the head of the whole thing. You could still probably have that and still kind of still utilize. I mean, obviously, you still have Momoa, you still have Godot, you still have Ezra, even though that's a you know a situation that's whatever. But I mean, look at what they're talking about with the Flash movie, mm -hmm. and I've brought that up too. Is like not a lot of people are talking about. It. It's like the test screenings went two test screenings and positive. And then you compare that to Black Adam, which we're not that positive. And everybody's more looking forward to Black Adam. I'm like, why is nobody talking about the fact that, hey, this movie with this, uh, you know, controversial star now is testing better than the one that, you know, with the star that everybody fucking loves. You know, it's it's just a little weird thing. It's a. I mean, with everything that's happened, and then now, and then you got this Aquaman movie who has, uh, you know, a star in there, a co-star that just went through this crazy fucking trial, and now that's all. And by the way, the whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, she's completely cut out now. She's completely cut out after the fucking trial. I'm like, that's not what I heard. And I guarantee you that what they're gonna do, they're gonna probably do a test screening with a cut with her in it and with her not in it. So I think they're going to try to test that now. Remember, remember, there was a rumor that's what they did with the Batman, that they had a scene with the jo like the Joker stuff, yeah. and they had it without it. So they've done that without before, it. where, it, and, it, you know, it's happened. It, 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 if, if she ends up being cut out of that film, it will not be because of the petition. It no. will not be, and it will not be because of all of these, fan, like I saw, I, I tweeted about this yesterday, this, this, this TikToker, which TikTok is starting to become dangerous. But like, <laughs> this TikToker, well, no, that's a valid point, Casey. You're right. But this TikToker who was trying to, like, he went full nerd QAnon mode and was suggesting that the reason Toby Emmerich stepped down on July or, or oh, on June first was connected <laughs> to the fact that it was the day of the verdict, and he and they they were harping on the soul searching, like the, the soul searching conversation that he had with David Zasloff, and they were saying, "Oh, he's got some soul searching to do." Well, uh. Perhaps an apology, and, and intimating that he owes Johnny Depp an apology, and that's why he was like, oh, because Warner Brothers is making it right by Johnny Depp. And I'm like, no, it, well, no, it, you people are fucking insane. That well, is I'm, not why. Yeah. Any, it, it will be, <laughs> if anything happens with her in that movie, it will be a business oriented decision. It will be based off of data. It will be based off of, like you said, test screenings. They're probably going to do exactly what you said. And whichever one tests better, 
that is the one they will put in, in theaters. The thing with that also is that you know you you already heard that she had been her screen time had been reduced to like ten mm-hmm. minutes. That's so less than 10 minutes, I even man. have that you know when it can hurt your movie. So it, yeah. it just makes sense to me that you either have her full on or just not have her at all. I'm you know? I'm in the same camp that I don't actually think she will be in the movie. I think they're gonna whatever they'll test. We're it, gonna I test think, it. Yeah, they they're gonna time. test it. But I think that when it comes down to it, if it is legitimately like around ten minutes. That's an easy ADR line to explain why that character is missing, and you could bring her back in the yeah. future. I'm not sure if they were to kill her off, but it's not uh, like I, the movies are perfectly made. You can well, like some of them are choppy, and people just forgive it. Well, well, and, and on top of that, if she's only like if that's true, she's only in the movie for that long. Then clearly, the, that wasn't your focus for yeah. the movie, right? Like clearly, like and, and from every, everything, to be a buddy movie or right, a brother every, movie. Yeah. Everything we've heard is that it's it's Arthur and Orm, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, dealing with Black Manta, and it's like okay fine <laughs> you know and to me that sounds great i'm like all right give me that yeah. movie the, the, let's let's have a movie where you have the the brothers kind of like you know coming together after they just they fought each other in the last movie and obviously orm was like locked away and we saw the behind the scenes of what patrick wilson looked like <laughs> uh getting out of the desert and all this stuff i'm like yeah bring that let's have that and then of course black manta like coming back and you know we wanted to see that because you know that's when it comes to villains of uh, aquaman you, you know it's it's the fact that you know that he's the ultimate baddie, he's the ultimate ne- nemesis, and then of course you know Orm's also been up there too. But the fact that he has to team up with his brother, I mean, there's there's so much there that I'm hoping that uh, you know I uh, there's you know I've heard things that like maybe it's like a little bit messy, but at the same time I think they could you know do some things uh, you know James Wan I trust because that guy's a phenomenal director. I know you know when it comes to some of his ideas that he puts out there in his horror films. People are like, what the fuck? But I'm like, I'm all for it. I'm like, Malignant was Malignant a was surprise. Awesome. It was a surprise, and I fucking love it. was Morbius of horror movies. No, like, never said. It was. Like, that's what M- Morbius 2 Maybe should be. What Morbi- twice, yeah, no. Morbius 2 should be what Malignant was. Like, that actual yeah. tone of the tongue-in-cheek, like, serious but comedic. That'd be great. No, and I, no, I trust Juan too. Like even the first Aquaman, it's not like the smoothest movie, but I love that movie so much. But he that pulled it off. I'm like, how yeah. are you supposed to pull that world off? And he pulled it off. He pulled off as such a venture. But like what you were talking about earlier, Dave, like that's like, I imagine it would have been the toughest thing to sit down because there's pros and cons to both as far as like, do you blow it all up and reboot and start over? Or do you take what you have? Because the pro is, okay, people like the new, because sh- you could market the shit out, right? Right. Like new Justice League, new Batman, new, what? like there's always that kind of hype. Like even with Pattinson, it was the, oh, well, how's he going to be? You know, stuff like that. So there's tons of things you could do with that start completely over. But then at the same time, do you want to lose Momoa who has starring the biggest DC film of all time? Do you want to lose Gal? Yeah. yeah exactly do you still even though box office hasn't always been the greatest for these movies do you want to lose margot robbie no and that's why to me i always think that i think if some of those other movies did trail off and didn't do so well like an aquaman then they would have been more for you know what let's just start over see but again i feel like if he's a numbers guy and you look and be like okay we're gonna take the star of the biggest dc movie of all time and we're just gonna cast him aside and he's not gonna be in dc anymore you're like i don't think that really makes much sense so it's like yeah what can you do with this kind of 
foundation that's already built whether that is kind of doing a days of future past of like mixing a bit of universes stuff like that i don't think keaton is much of a problem because keaton's here for like a legacy run he's here obviously we know he's going to be in multiple movies but i think he's here to have some fun put on good performance and then he'll be happy to go on again i think affleck i think it's fine whether he's in or out because if he's in grady cameos if he's out then he's out and there's other there's other bat characters you can do stuff like that you have yeah. the batman so i i think they got Lots of ways they can go about it. They they can yeah. There's lots of ways. They, I mean, you don't want to lose the star power, and that's what's so great about it's like what you have to embrace about Zack Snyder is the fact that he cast like when when it came yep. to casting his Justice League, the only name is Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, who the fuck were they at, at at one point? And now they're names. You know, they are fucking. He saw something in them and everything like that. I mean. I mean, even like, uh, you know, even Ray Fisher, he's a name. People know who that guy is now. And I love the fact that he's going to be part of Rebel Moon. And I mean, there's that whole situation. And hopefully we can, you know, who knows I, if I, that I, will ever get resolved. But at the same time, I just like the fact that, man, like Zack Snyder was like, hey, this, this, I'm going to, if you're not, you know, if Warner Brothers, you know, and all, who knows what the hell. But I just love the fact that Zack was like, hey, come over here. I got a role for you and you're going to show more of what you could do because he's a massive talent. He really is. That situation is very interesting to me now because I mean, and he tweeted about Toby leaving. Like he totally tweeted about, you know, hopefully we never see the likes of Toby Emmerich again. And the, the interesting thing about it is, and and it's funny because like the day that Emmerich was, you know, said the the day that that story came out that he was stepping down people were like one more to go and i'm like guys come on his days are numbered he's not going to like if you read the article yeah yeah. i don't see the article i don't see a logistical scenario where walter hamada is still in charge of dc anything going forward he's zaslav is looking for a new boss oh totally brand new boss and so once you have that yeah, that's what yeah. I, was, I was just gonna say that, Casey. Imagine him seeing these news yeah. on like he's currently looking for a new DC boss. It's like if my lady was like, she's like, it, it's like you, your friend coming be like, hey, I saw Emily, she's on Tinder, and you're like, oh, aren't we together? Like, no, she's looking yeah. for a new guy, she's looking for a guy that likes walks on the beach. And you're like, but I'm here, I'm in the house. Like, but, but, what's but, by the same token, though, guys, it's like. It, it, what Zaslav is looking for is something different than what Walter Hamada yeah. has been. Because Walter yeah. Hamada has been a division boss. He's looking for a studio head. Yes. There is a difference. A level up. It, 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 it Massive level up. And, you know, whether Hamada believes he's capable of that level up, it doesn't matter. He's not getting it. So no. it's a situation oh, where... Number. Yeah. So, so, so say that... So, so that happens. And then, you know, say Fisher, you know explodes the way that we think he will over on netflix now are we talking about a scenario where there is potentially some resolution with whoever the new boss is going forward especially if you decide to hang on to the roots of what you had like if if, because i think that a big thing that helps the the hope for cavill you know sticking around is the fact that he's connected to Momoa and Godot. He's connected to those other... Mm. I mean, you you don't even have to go that far back. Go back to the Peacemaker cameo. Mm. It's literally those four versions yeah. that are there. And, so that benefits yeah. Cavill going forward. And James Gunn wanted... He wanted to have... I mean, apparently, from what, I, from what I heard, he wanted to, like, hey, can we get, like, everybody... 
I mean, obviously the Ray Fisher, that was always going to be like an iffy thing because of the whole situation, mm -hmm. but he wanted to have like everybody, right. but you know, sadly, um, you know, he, I mean, you know, you got Momoa and Ezra, which was great. I mean, that was cool, but you know, he wanted Affleck. He wanted, uh, yeah. Godot to be there and Cavill. He was, I mean, he was embracing what was already there. And right. I think when it comes to what Zaslav is trying to figure out when it comes to all this is like, you do you just start fresh again or do you just embrace what's already there and what, what's going to be, you know, the numbers, what's going to be. And I think he's probably going like, well, the numbers are the fact that, Hey, you know, we already got these popular characters, Momoa and Godot. And yeah, Ezra is a little bit of a, you know, wild card. Let's, let's face it. But hopefully that, you know, we still have a year before the flash. Oh yeah. And right. uh, you know, what's funny too, is like, um, I was talking to, somebody today and they said that they i mean take it with a grain of salt oh i know somebody who watched flash and they said uh if you you know people that were disappointed about the multiverseness of dr strange they'd be satisfied with the multiverse craziness that happens in the flash and i'm kind of going yeah that makes sense i'm like whoa i mean and then just hearing not soup like big time details but he was basically saying like he's all yeah they were very impressed about how this movie plays out with the multiverse. And I think when you have a character like the flash and how this can, you know, um, work with the story of what they're trying to show right here. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of going, yeah, this is why I can't, I can't just go, you know, fuck this movie. This movie's going to be a train wreck. I'm going, I don't know, just all these pieces keep on just lining up for me being excited for this movie. I mean, like I've said before, first off, it's one of my all time favorite superheroes. Um, secondly, um, I, I, I like, well, I do like Ezra. I mean, I know there's issues there, but I think there's going to be stuff, you know, there's definitely going to be stuff that's going to be coming from his side uh, later on um, that hopefully will help things to balance things out with what's happening with the controversies with him or with them. Um, and then um, Andy Muschietti, I mean, come on. I mean, I, I trust that guy, you know, I trust him. And, uh, and then, you know, talking with DJ and Brian Hirota, you know, the VFX supervisors, I still, what I always keep on saying to everybody is the fact that they were like done with superhero movies after the whole justice league thing. But then something about the script just brought them back literally like, I mean, just, they read the script and went, Oh, there's something about this script that just went, wow. This is something special right here. This is something unique and everything. So I'm just like, ah, and it just sucks that, you know, when you see people shitting on the costume and all that stuff and I'm just like, ah, we still got a year. Damn it. Like, yeah. God damn it. Can we just get this movie sooner? Because I just want to, I want it to be successful. I want it to be successful and blow up and just totally surprise people. Yeah, it's got Zod and Feora. Yeah, yeah. That's that's big. always the question of how big it's going to be because like it has a barometer. Yeah. It's going to be big, but I feel like it's like what happened with Top Gun this past week, where it's like, yeah, you knew it would be a success, but to this level of success, it's like kind of yeah. outperforming it, right? So it's like we'll see next summer what that does as far as just everything well, included. Well, and 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 another thing, you know, you you're talking about the script, Dave. You know, I as far as I know, that's still Christina Hodson who yes. wrote yeah. that. And I love so, Christina Hodgson. So you're, so you're talking about the writer of Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, the writer of Batgirl, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's hers yep. as well, if I'm not mistaken. So mm -hmm. I think that's also part of what goes into Zaslav's decision making as well. Is like, all right, not just 
who to keep in terms of the talent on the camera in front of the camera, but also behind the camera. Like, you know, what is there that, that we have to work with, right? If the flash succeeds, then it goes a long way towards, all right, we, we have, we really do have something here and we can continue to, I mean, I think they already do. I mean, I, th I think many of us feel like they already do have something here that they can build on. And I think a lot they of do. us would prefer that they continue on in that direction. And this is where, this is where it gets messy because then you have the people that are like, you know, this is where the, 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 the restore the Snyderverse stuff comes into play. But I really feel like a lot of people at this point in time are just willing to see what, they can do continuing with these characters regardless of whether or not it is a continuation of that plan. And for but, those people, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Ray. Sorry, didn't no, no, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and for those people that are all like, Oh, you know, that that's the Snyderverse or nothing. I feel like building on the foundation of the Snyderverse versus just a flat out reboot is a better route for one, just you get to keep some of that stuff around. But two, if anything potential in the future happens, they have these actors that are still around and they're working with where if it's just, yeah, in 2025, you're getting new Superman and Batman. I feel like it's even less likely you'd get anything remotely that universe. Cause that would be more of a sign that they're completely moving on. And we're done with anything Warner brothers has done since 2012. And we just want to do our own thing. But if you keep characters and storylines, cause no matter what we've talked about this, no matter what happens in flash with the multiverse stuff, these characters, Ezra Miller's flash spawns, from the Snyderverse movies, you know, like you yeah, can't, it, you can't yeah, like right. the whole erasing thing. I know it's always cool. mean, but your movies aren't going to disappear. They're not going to go out the same way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing as Dr. Strange. We're erasing it. You also, and, and, and I, I've gone even deeper with this, Travis. I've said this for the last couple of years. You also can't erase the last five or six years of preparation and character building out of Gal Gadot's head mm -hmm. or Ezra yep. Miller's head or Jason Momoa's head or Margot Robbie's head, right? When we watch the Suicide Squad, that's not just James Gunn's Harley Quinn. No, that's Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. That's Suicide. That's Ayer's yeah. Suicide Squad. All of that Big goes into the development. Well, it's like a character. different it's like a different comic writer you know taking the character and doing something i mean that's right. what it is it's still the same actor that's doing it but yeah it's maybe on a slightly different you know timeline i know a lot of people are like no the suicide squad's not inside you know it's funny too is like this this was brought up today and i i talked about it on film junkie live a while ago and i did like a, i clipped it out I think it was actually two weekends ago. I clipped it out where I, uh, you know, a lot of people, some people uh, in the fandom, the Snyder fandom, um, have a problem with toys. You know, you know, Shazam toys, Batman toys. Mm. In the uh, uh, there's no way they'd be in the Snyderverse and blah blah blah. And I was like, nah, now nah, wait a minute. There would be toys. If there's a Batman that's been around for 20 years. There's gonna be some kind of products. And I brought up, you know, and it just so happened that uh, Scott and I um, did Batman the Fanimated stream when it was um it was that uh it was the episode um god damn it i forgot what the episode's called but it's basically um where there is a, a shot in there where you actually see batman merchandise and batman is very much feeling like he's like a like he's very down on himself and very much saying that he's like man i just turn into like almost like a joke or whatever the fuck there's like you know the fact that there's merchandise it's like yeah that would very much happen and then i went and then somebody sent me something that was very old and i'm like well yeah and man of steel when zod and and superman are fighting in that building somebody i mean we spotted this easter egg there's literally a poster that says like you know be calm and call batman 
in that fucking office building that you see in the distance. I'm like, and it has the traditional Batman logo. And I'm like, well, there you go. Like, if you don't think that there's like toys or merchandise of a Batman in this universe, even Snyder embraced that and put that as an Easter egg in Man of Steel before this whole shit was even created. And I'm like, so, yeah, you guys could just shut up about this whole thing. Ugh, not, fictional not, not, characters. <laughs> not, not, not to, because I, because I have not seen it. I, it. It'll be a minute before I get to see the first, before I get to see the boy season three. No. But I feel like anybody complaining about like superheroes being marketed in their own universe needs to fucking watch that show. Oh, I know, right? Because that's oh, exactly because yeah. what if, they do. Well, well, not only is it what they do, but it's literally and and I, I realize that the show has its own like suspension of disbelief as well. But you're fooling yourself if you don't think that that shit would be close to reality if superheroes actually existed. Oh, they, oh yeah, hundred They'd be doing they'd be doing their own movies. They'd be doing their own reality TV shows. They'd be doing all of that shit. The, the corporatism that is in that show. So that that's the first thing that I think of when well, people. And 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 remember, Dave, it wasn't just Batman figures. I mean, Freddie had an Aquaman shirt. Yeah, like in the in the, the the end credit scene, like there's you know there was marketing around Wonder Woman, like there's stuff there, right? He was he had a he had a batarang prop. Like he was treating it like it was a piece of memorabilia, yeah. like in his own. So no, there's absolutely, there's no question about that. And you got to embrace that. I mean, that's what's so funny. I mean, but when it comes to what they're uh, trying to do now, it's like, all right. So it, it's just funny because like, like I said, there's three Batman and, but they, you know, let them work within what they're doing. I mean, when people go like, it doesn't make sense with Michael Keaton. I'm like, yeah. It's a little weird, but at the same time, it's like we haven't seen these movies yet, and we'll see how, why he's the bat, why he's a Batman in uh, in Batgirl. We'll see why, and we'll see if it works. It's not like it's like, yeah, we're gonna see him in the costume, but it's gonna be more flashback, uh, I believe, because obviously we saw the you know J.K. Simmons Gordon with red hair and younger and whatever the fuck. Maybe that's gonna be part of that, and then you know he's gonna be more of a mentor. I mean, we always heard about that. It's going to maybe take uh, a Batman Beyond approach, which I hope that doesn't, I hope we still get a live action Batman Beyond, please. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, eventually we will, we'll get a, like an authentic, like Batman Beyond thing. To be honest, I mean, if Ben Affleck wanted to do something that was pretty cool, that would be, you know, about 10 years later, you know, do a Batman Beyond where, you know, I mean, obviously, if he's like in his 60s, he probably wouldn't be like old and decrepit. You know, they would have to still make him a little older. But man, I can imagine. I mean, if you do like current day right now, it doesn't look like what Be Batman Beyond looks like all cyber techy and all futury and shit like that. Mm -hmm. it, you know, you could do something where it's like 15 or 20 years in the future. I'm like, man, that'd be perfect for like a Ben Affleck. I always wanted that for Michael Keaton. But I think the approach they're really trying to do right now is like, all right, he's going to be a mentor for Batgirl. So I'm like, all right, let's see how that works out. I don't know how it plays out because, yeah, you have J.K. Simmons Gordon, which is Batflex Gordon. I'm curious. But when, when people say it just doesn't make sense, I'm like, yeah, okay, it doesn't. So that's why you got to watch the movie to see how it makes sense. And hopefully it can. It'll be 
something we accept going, oh, okay. And so that's what's the case. I mean, obviously the flash had something to do with it. And the flash was supposed to come out first before Batgirl, but we just heard from the directors of Batgirl. They go, we don't know when our movie's going to come out. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, because you, there might be a linear thing that needs to happen where the flash needs to happen first. So maybe we're not going to get, I mean, and that kind of sucks because Batgirl is supposed to take place during Christmas. So it's like, all right, are we going to get pushed another year or are they going to release it in summertime? Like, you know. Yeah. I'm at that point, honestly, where like, I'm just glad that, you know, because the the other elephant in the room here is like all the stuff that is like being nixed by Zaslav Mm -hmm. in the wake of all, because we we, obviously people are getting let go and others are being brought in, but you know, uh, uh, the, the, the Wonder Twins movie that, you know, yes, people <laughs> asked for it, whatever, don't, they, they never say no one. But that guy, but that, but that guy, no one asked for this. Somebody right. did. <laughs> Someone, it, it, it wouldn't exist if no one asked for it. But like, exactly. But, but, but that got next. And then today, I know Raised by Wolves fans are, are hurting because that's been kiboshed. There will be no season three <laughs> of Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. So that's part of the cuts. And they, like, so it, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, Batgirl is in post-production. That's going to happen. Blue Beetle yeah. is filming, thank God. That's going to happen. Oh, man. Right? And that costume <laughs> like, looks fucking tits. Uh, we yeah. talk about that a lot. Yeah. It looks awesome. But 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 yeah. that but I'm at that point now where it's like, okay, are you filming? Like, are, are, are thing, I'm just happy for things that exist. Because who knows, like, what's going for. So, yeah, I don't know when Batgirl is going to come out, but I know it's going to come out. It, it will be released whenever whenever that happens maybe it's maybe it ends up being christmas 2023 and and that's that sucks as far as like waiting until we get but there's also a you know i mean black adam you know however the test screenings have gone i'm sure they'll they'll probably do something about that between now and August, between uh, now and october and then Shazam Fear of the Gods that you know I, that that's yeah. a, a sneaky one that's just sitting there in December and then you know then you get to Aquaman in March then you get to the Flash in uh, 20 uh Ju- June and then uh Blue Beetle still got an August 2023 release date we'll see if that moves so that it's not like we don't have things to look forward to before potentially getting to Batgirl whenever they decide to slate it in so what we just have to figure out now is where they're going to fit it into whatever the new boss's plan is when they hire right. the new boss, who will not be anybody that anyone fan casts. It won't. No, no. no. It's, uh, we've talked. I think we've talked this many times. Like even when Feige took over MCU or whatever started or whatever you want to phrase it as, no one knew who Kim Feige was. You know, it'll be someone like that where you know, oh, okay, I've Nobody seen knows his or her movie. Now. Yeah, but like I don't know this person by name, and that's why I think unfortunately, because I really want to see it, I do think Batgirl is going to be 2023. But I think because right, that just right. gives them more time to kind of. Like, like make a plan. Like it gives them more time instead of if they release Batman Batgirl, let's say the end of this year or the beginning of next year, then, then that's a movie already off their slate, right? If you got okay, we can hold back. And I do think Batgirl will go theatrical, just with the way Zaslav has kind of been like saying oh, yeah. stuff. And, yeah. 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 So, so if that goes December, and let's say you got Blue Beetle in August, you got two DC movies already at the end of next year. Then we can start getting the, okay, what is the 2024 movies? What are the movies that officially get? Because right now is like the setup. It's like get the team, but eventually there's going to be game day. When that happens, 
what's going to be that first thing that they, I guess you could technically say the Batman too, but I'm not going to count that because we kind of thought that was a foregone conclusion just right. with the money. It's like, what is the, what is the first new thing they announced that's going to happen in 2024 under the Zaslav era? And that's, what's interesting. But that's why I think backer will be in December just because it gives them more time to kind of, okay, we still got DC stuff coming and then, We'll see what happens because right now there's no movies on the slate for 2024. I know that sounds like it's two years away, but that's how movies work, right? It takes a long yeah. time between production, yeah. and that's yeah. why, like, when Kathy Kennedy is like, "Oh yeah, that Taika movie is coming out next year in December," I'm like, "I don't <laughs> think so." I feel like he says he's still writing the movie, and I feel like, but maybe I've always Ooh. said, unless it's a super small movie, it could be right. It could be something small scale Star Wars, but movies in 2024 that's why i know puck news said it today and even ray what you were talking about i think this is kind of shining a light on a bit when you're like oh they might make one decision that make make people mad just even the mention of oh todd phillips might be an advisor you already saw my my timeline let's be very split people like oh that's great or this is awful you can have him as an advisor and even the article says not an executive not a guy who would be a foggy just like a hey we have some ideas we want to just hear you pitch or hear what you think about them you know like Right. That's all it is, but already yeah. be like, oh no, this is bad because if I didn't like Joker, it's gonna ruin everything else, and you don't know what he could do, and that's the thing where the it's gonna take a, a little time, but eventually they do gotta get going because they they got a big property, and I think you guys probably talked about it on the vlogger stream that I was on. You got the stuff with JJ too, where they're kind of like, hey, what's going on? Uh, like, why aren't you yeah, doing anything? yeah, and and yeah. that's why yeah, I, that's a whole other yeah. conversation, yeah, yeah, and and that's why I think my my point is as going. I know some people don't want it. I do think Joker Two is a 2024 movie as well because that just like that could be every few months we keep getting more news as like a script's almost done. Phillips like puck news i feel like i'm not sure they're they toe the line it. where it's like hmm. yeah but like even they're then, not they're, they're not they're... giant freaking robot exactly but <laughs> no. they're not the only ones they put that out today about oh a deal's almost done but they're yeah. not the only ones like variety at time has mentioned that oh they're talking about a joke or two and i think yeah. the fact of zasloff is talking to him right now if that is a thing that's happening it's on the table because again people may not like it but if Zaslav is a numbers guy, you got a movie that cost $60 million and it made a billion dollars. Even if it made half that billion dollars, it's super profitable. Whether yeah. you like the idea or not, I don't see why they wouldn't want to be like, if the game, if Phillips and Phoenix are willing to do it, let's try and take a, like a gamble. Because like I said, even if it makes half that, that's a huge profit. Even if it makes 75% that, you would still make a profit on the $60 million movie. You know, And I, I'm still someone that like, I'm actually fine with Joker too because the good like the thing is if it sucks, it doesn't hurt the first one. It's still there. Sure. It's still the thing. And I for me, I just think that there is still a story with having a Manson, like a Charles Manson like Joker at the end when he had all those people like in love with him. I think there's kind of a story there you could do that kind of cult like figure. And again, I guess I'm just also just down to see Phoenix play it. I'm fine if we don't get it, but I can see when we're talking about the same reason as Azov looking like to reboot or not reboot. When you look at Joker too, I think from like a business standpoint, the pros probably outweigh the cons than us just being like, well, I just want standalone stuff. And that's great, but it is a business and they want to make money. And Joker too, I think that that's an instant profit. Sense. It's a, yeah. it's a, no yeah. matter what it does, you know, it would, yeah. it would. And, uh, well, before we continue, um, 
uh, KC, apparently he their power outage happened or something like that. <laughs> so that's why he can't okay. get back on. But it's okay because we have Enosh coming in, you know. Yo, Hello, sir. Hey. Hello. Hello. What's going on, sir? Hey, man. Just uh just getting in. Just getting I mean, home. I'm I you know, you're you're showing up in my stream wearing a Dodgers hat. I'm kind of gonna, you know, I, forgot. A little bit of, I wasn't even thinking know. about the Dodgers hat. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. And then uh, you're, you're kind of hurting <laughs> some people here. I mean, Dave, I mean you live close to um, you know, Ray. Do I live close to Ray? I wouldn't know. He doesn't ever let me, you know, he doesn't ever come over or reach out to me or like want to do any kind of thing with oh, me i just, just opened up like a me. can of worms didn't i yeah uh, Amber, where do you guys um <laughs> i was I, I i i was totally about to defend dinosh and be like listen <laughs> dave we, you, you, you you gotta you gotta cut us tiger fans some slack it's been a rough season we can't keep any pitchers True healthy that. and yeah. we can't hit worth a damn so we we need something we we don't have much this year, unfortunately. So I will uh, allow allow Enosh some joy. We need some type of winner with respect to baseball. And we're still pissed about 2012. Don't act like we're not. Always, always, oh, I know. always, always. I know, I know. But anyways, so, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, yeah, Enosh. absolutely. We're just, we're just right in the middle of uh, talking about the, you know, WBD and Zaslav and just kind of like, what what do we do? What What is... What is the uh, the thing to do when it comes to uh, do you do you know I think the what Zaslav is trying to figure out is like all right do you just reboot the whole thing or yeah. do we just keep what's going on right now I mean obviously there was the Cavill Superman talk which you know obviously that was like that article was weird because whoa DC Insider said that but at the same time <laughs> you just kind of go like but it may I mean you know and I. It, when when it comes to everything that's happening with Toby Emmerich stepping down and yeah. and and what he wants, it's like yeah, I mean it. The value of Henry Cavill is there. Yeah. The why 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 start from scratch? Just like you already have the origin story. People, I mean, I, especially in the past fucking what nine years now, how many right. people have come have come come around to Man of Steel and being like, holy shit, this movie is actually really good. How many times have you heard that from somebody who were like, wow, actually, you know what? I revisited Man of Steel. It's actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Or when they like, label stuff, hey, do a Superman movie like this. I think famously, uh, you and I, you know, the first time you were on the vodka stream, we we listed off some, you know, you, you yeah. were listing yeah. things off about like what people actually want in a Superman movie. And that yeah. was in Man of Steel. Yes. It just wasn't in the way that people wanted it. But then when they go back and revisit it, they go, Oh shit, right. This actually is a goddamn good movie. So like, yeah. okay. So, or I get, or I get like the TikTok uh, comment that I got today that, uh, uh, <laughs> that that was absolutely a sadistic Superman that needed to not exist. So I was like, um, I, yeah, sadistic. That was a new one. I was like, uh, sadistic, huh? So how does that work? And they were just like, he's killing people. He's well, for one, he snapped Zod's neck. And I'm like, dear God, it's like the same freaking argument over and over again. Everyone just misses lethal, the family. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the family that was, no one, everyone forgets the family that was sitting in the corner that was about to get lasered. Yeah. By, about you know, to get lasered. Superman then, like, was just bloodthirsty yeah, and wanted, and wanted Zod dead. What did he do right after that? I mean, he, right. I think he like, went out for lunch. I think he yeah, smooched yeah. out. He smooched yeah, out Lois, Lois for a few like, minutes. 
we we yeah we killed the bad guy let's right. go get some you know let's, let's, go, let's get go get some shawarma right. yes yes i mean yes. like my god i mean and like i mean that's what's so funny i mean he literally yeah. fell down to his knees realizing right. that like that was it it's now such I'm a beautiful moment it's such uh, a beautiful moment uh, too uh, like yeah. the anguish that's in that moment that like is truly superman's heart and yeah. and for people to just like completely just ignore that it it's hurtful <laughs> it's I, I, as a superman fan it's just hurtful because it's like come on like like this this angry evil sadistic superman myth that's just out there that they say henry cavill is and it just doesn't make any sense because that's just not who his character is in the movies uh, you know, I mean, I guess unless you're going to talk about those few seconds where they show, you know, a, a flash forward to a possible future, you know, the, uh, the it's nightmare, cold. you know, future, you know, whatever. I mean, but I don't know, man. I, you know, I just, I, I, I start to have conversations with like, like, you know, the, the, the person came back to me and said, you know, uh, prove, you know, show me issue number or whatever, where Superman just kills somebody. And I'm like, well, okay. I, yeah, I could do that. I can get home and like, look through some comics, you know, and, and do that. But I'm like, because they wanted, they wanted me to show because I couldn't use any of the things that weren't according to them. Canon. And I'm like, well, what is Canon to you? Like are all the reboot times. I mean, like, are we going to like omit everything that's like, like back in the silver age, or are we going to omit like everything after crisis? Are we going to omit, you know, uh, things after zero hour or, you know, uh, what was the other ones that, you know, there's, you know, uh, rebirth or, you know, uh, yeah. you know, I'm like, like, what is canon to you? And I said, you know, the, the, the point is, is like anything that I say or any comic that I bring up, you're just going to say it's, it's not canon. Cause they were saying that the, the times that he's killed in the comics That's, wasn't yeah. canon. And I'm like, well, well, when was a movie? When's the last time a movie was canon to everything that's in the comic books right now that you can't draw from things and tell stories like, and see that's what i think that's what zaslav is like really just kind of breaking down and it's like you know so obviously the jj superman that's gonna get that's thrown out the window i mean i just yeah that whole God. idea yeah, i think all of us happen. collectively were like we liked you know the whole valzad idea yes. i hope that ends up being something that ha that does happen because it's like yes. oh, okay if you want a black superman let's have a, the actual black superman instead of just yes. changing you know clark kent let's just have the one that they actually created in the comic books and let's tell that story because that would be freaking phenomenal it's like all right let's do that instead but you already have this again you already have this guy right here who embodies that look i mean this man this i mean i that's it, this guy right here everything right, about right. it like, what it what you have it right there and it's like you don't have to Totally, like I was saying before, you don't have to do a direct sequel to everything that already has happened, but you have that as a base. You have that as a foundation. You have, and you can maybe reference it a little bit, and but you can totally tell a totally hopeful, optimistic Superman story with whatever, Man of Tomorrow, whatever you want to do. Henry Cowell's even expressed what he would like to do as well. Yeah. And it's like, you could tell that story now. And I think Zaslav, to be honest, is kind of going like, yeah, maybe we should go this route. You know, that's yeah. why maybe like this Superman talk has been, you know, even though it was like, you know, hearsay and it was some whatever the fuck. But I think it's just maybe I think there's something there's a little weight behind it because he I wants to figure out what is going to be the best option for yeah. this. And I think yeah. that is. 
I'm I'm very optimistic. I was talking. I've been talking to some people the last couple of days who are not they, like they don't like the idea of what Zaslav is doing. They think he's being cheap. They think that he's just trying to cut everything just to make money, and that's all. And I and I've said, well, let's think about this in another way. I said I don't think he's just trying to be cheap. I I think that to label him just being cheap negates the idea of the fact that like he's literally coming into Warner Brothers, a company that has been sold, you know, twice in the last few years uh <laughs> they don't they don't have their stuff together because because it was like somebody was saying well they just need to to just keep you know doing what they're doing and you know just stick with it i'm like no that's the problem they're they're obviously not doing a good job as a company not just with dc stuff but just as a company they're not making good choices and i think that there's this fear uh that needs to be addressed with some people like there's there's a lot of people who are worried about the zaslov is going to cut off the creatives you know and that he's not going to allow creative people to have this say or whatnot and i and i just to that i spoke and i just said listen if you want to act like the sky is falling, that's one thing. I'm like, but there's a time where you hand over the reins to some of your creatives and give people a chance to take some um, some liberties or to do some, you know, uh, to take a chance, right? But then, but there's a time as a business, you know, as a business, as a company, as a corporation, you have to come together and you have to establish what your base is, like what who you're going to be. And that takes time. And that's not the time to start like handing out, you know, these get out of jail card, you know, free cards and say, well, hey, you just go over, you just make whatever movie you want to make. And we're just going to fund that thing. And we're going to be there. Like, I get it. But it's at the same time, it's not this time. Th yeah. This time has to be Zaslav coming. I don't feel that he's being cheap. I feel that that he is looking at properties and what they can do. Look, you know, they're not going to make a, you know, I've literally heard people like worried and acting like they're going to, you know, make a $30 million Superman movie. <laughs> you know, like, no. HBO you know, but, but, Originals. But maybe, but about. maybe we don't make a $250 million Superman movie, right? Maybe we yeah. cut that back a little bit. And, you know, and, but like anytime you try to use that and say, well, you know, look, I, I, I'm of, I'm of the, you know, I, I would disagree like to a point with like the Joker. I don't think that that movie needs a sequel. I, I heard what Travis was saying just before I came in. By the way, Travis, I love your shirt. Oh, thank you, sir. It's a <laughs> shitty yeah. night, but you know. Yep. Hey. Uh, but uh, you know, but the thing is, is like, I I um I'm worried about what a sequel to the Joker is because yeah, personally, personally, I don't believe he's really the Joker. Like I, I have a hard time watching that movie and feeling like he's a joker. He's not a criminal mastermind. I can't see that guy yeah. like like going on to be the Joker. And I also feel like he's a he's a uh, an unreliable narrator because like you're talking about them hoisting him over their shoulders and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that happened. Like watching that film because every time in the, the girl, yeah, because yeah, every time in the film something good happens to Arthur, it's a lie. It's a yeah. figment of his imagination. So like, and, and like we see him literally on everybody's on everybody's shoulders. And then the next scene is literally him, you know, in a doctor's, you know, in with the doctor talking to the doctor. And then you see this blood, it's weird, you know, it's like what mm -hmm. is actually happening and what's not. So I'm just saying like, personally, um, what I would like them to do is maybe make some more movies like that. But again, 
you know, they made that movie for 50 to what, $70 million. And like you said, they reaped a billion dollars. So of course they're going to look at some of that stuff and go, how can we make movies that are like that? Now, the problem is, is you say that to some people and they totally ignore. And, and there's a lot of smart people that are doing this and I don't understand what it is, <laughs> but they, they totally ignore like the concept for, and they try to act like everything is literal. Like, like every DC movie is now going to be $50 million. Mm -hmm. No, that's not no. the thing. The key is to bring the cost down so that they can make money, so that they can spend it on their big tent pole pictures because he wants to release, Zasloff wants to release them in theaters. He wants yeah. them to be yeah. the events and that's what you're going to spend the money on. So no, you're not going to go blow all this money on a, on a HBO max, you know, uh, original or whatever, you know I mean? That's what's gotten, uh, Netflix into a lot of trouble is just blowing money, you know, exactly. putting, putting right. bad money that's, after that's what good. I've said many you know, times too. It's like what Zaslav is really trying to do is like, he doesn't want what hap what's happening at Netflix right now. Well, it's like, yeah, Netflix is not going away, but they have yeah. really had to like correct their shit. So, so, yes. So, so, so this, so this is where I have to be Stephen for you're making me be Stephen for a second and, <laughs> and, 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 and remind people that the reason Netflix was able to do that was because for 10 years they had no competition. And the yes, reason no. they're having yes. to fix things is because now everyone other than Sony is competing against them. <laughs> And is actively taking a well. Sony well, wait. The they're gonna they're gonna create what a, is it? a Morbius, Morbius streaming service. Morbius, right. Morbius in time. Yeah. It's gonna be called Morbius so, in time. You know, it's gonna be a so, streaming app. Sorry. So, so, so yeah, no. I, but, but that just I have yeah. to bring, have to bring that sure. up. That's yeah. why. No, no, no. Totally but, makes but, sense. But, oh, sure. But, yeah, but but no, you're right. Zaslav. I mean, he's even said this. Zaslav has even said, no, it's not time to throw money. At everything, and it, right. you know what? It, 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 you you're saying a second ago, Enosh, like you don't know why smart people are behaving this particular way. I think I know why. I think that unfortunately, we live at a point in time in history where fan entitlement is so off the rails. Well, yeah. And you know, going back to what you were saying, you you mentioned a, a, a dirty little five letter five letter word that is starting to become the bane of my existence. Uh, <laughs> No. More so than the word plot hole, which almost very few people know what a plot hole actually fucking is. And now it's to the point where they are misusing the word canon. And I, uh... I'm in this point where like, you know, I, I'm in, you gotta understand guys. I, I am in a sweet spot as a nerd right now because on a weekly basis, I'm getting new star Wars and new right. star Trek back to back. Every Wednesday and Thursday, I get Obi Wan and Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. I am in fucking nerd heaven. Amen when it comes to that. To this, right? Amen. But to that. it's also making me hate the word canon because every day that a new Obi Wan episode comes out, every day that a new Strange New Worlds episode comes out, I gotta Not hear canon. some dickless piece of shit talking about how there's they've ruined this about obi-wan they've oh, ruined I that know. about the enterprise this isn't canon Ugh. this doesn't follow Ugh. the original series this doesn't follow the prequel this doesn't follow that he's supposed to be more like alec get no he's that just i am so done with the word canon he's I'm too much it. like luke in the last jedi which I like. I like. why is he a, i literally heard this week why is he a hermit i'm like 
That's so, literally I give up. Totally I give up. Like, yeah. I give up. I give up. Nobody in the hell knows what they want anymore. What, no, no, it, it's it's it, 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 old Ben lives up and the dune beyond the dune sea is kind of a strange old hermit. That's from I know. That's, that's, that's the line. It's literally canon. Yeah. First, it's right. But I if, swear, if you even dig into the last Jedi stuff, when you look into the sequel trilogy and some of George's early scripts, he created, I can't remember what her name was, but a character very similar Kira. to Rey. Kira. Kira, thank you. And what was he doing with Luke in these sequel trilogies? He was a hermit away from everything else. So it's just like they didn't take everything from it, but that was. And a girl had things. the force. And guess what? Yes. She did all these things. You know, yeah. that's. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I've been a last Jedi lover like since the beginning and like. Honestly, I, you know, look, if people don't like something, they don't like, they don't like it. Right. And so like, I don't ever try to argue people into liking the thing that I mm -hmm. like. Right. All I can do is speak to why I like it. And, uh, and, and like, if you don't like it and you know, and I like it, I'm fine. As long as you're not telling me I'm an idiot, I'm an a-hole. <laughs> I don't know Star Wars. Yeah. You're not a true fan. <laughs> I know. Look, look behind him. Dear God, I better stop spending money, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, like I get that. And then, uh, you know, but, but now it's like, you know, even people taking the whole, the whole stuff about, um, uh, uh, Reva, uh, Reva, yeah, Reva yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, uh, you know, I, you know, like, and, oh my God, Disney is, is doing this thing where, you know, they're, they're, they're automatically, uh, you know, attacking the fans. Like, no, I didn't feel attacked by that. You know why? Cause I'm not a racist a-hole <laughs> Yeah, and you feel uh, I didn't take that personally, <laughs> yeah. uh, because you know what? I just like star Wars and, uh, yeah, they said that because there was already a, a preemptive strike from those types of people and they weren't <laughs> they weren't saying that to all star wars fans that like you better not be a racist they were just saying hey for those <laughs> of you who are saying these things we know you're saying these things and we're just telling you right now uh, you know this is the way it is my guess if i'm speculating is by the end of it she's probably going to play a major role in saving kenobi and people are going to be like, pissed uh, that's what we're kind of wondering too it's like yeah it's people like, are going to be pissed and so yeah. you know yeah like, you know, some of us aren't digging the character. I'm not. I've said it before, but I, it's just because I, I'm just kind of yeah. going like, yeah, the character right now, they, the writings or like whatever is happening. It's not there for me right I, now. Hopefully the acting, the acting I, is a little wooden. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I personally just don't like the archetype that they that, that she that she's playing. Right. Exactly. And, it, that, and that's. It it, it it has got like it has gotten better, but that, that that's the shitty part is like when the first yeah. two episodes came out, I totally wanted to have a rational conversation about how um okay, I I'm willing to it's only two episodes. I don't want to make like bold proclamations for the future of the character, but right yeah. now I don't like villains that are needlessly cruel for no calculated reason whatsoever. And I couldn't yeah. have that discussion because the racists had already fucking hijacked it. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. like, that's no, whatever. But the, well, the, like I like I said again, like I said again. If 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 look, I have issues with some of the production value in like episode three, for example. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And and like some lie. of that felt kind of wonky and, you know, the Vader stuff. I mean, it was some of it was kind of cool to see. But at the same time, I like I felt like I shot it in my backyard and, you know, I mean, and it's like, like I, I was going but, like, what happened with Rogue One or like Rogue right. One when they showed Vader's celebrity? Like it was different. It seemed to. But they nailed the voice this time. Well, of course. Yeah. They did. Vader's yeah. voice was like spot on. I, uh, yeah. You know, and look, I just keep saying like, look, when I saw people, when I saw people literally yelling about a 10 year old little girl's teeth and, <laughs> and that, 
and that they didn't like young Leia because and like why 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 can't why can't Obi-Wan chase down a 10-year-old? Tell me you've never used your penis and created another being uh without telling me you've never used your penis and created another live human being. Because let me tell you something, is having three boys, uh, I know what that's like. And I had two younger sisters, and trust me, okay, when I tell you, it is not that easy. So I don't care if you are Obi-Wan Kenobi. When you haven't been using the force in 10 years, you know. <laughs> I know he's got a he's that's the, one of the things, too, which I'm digging. And I like the fact that, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, we're getting to old man Obi-Wan a little bit right here where it's like, you know, he's a hermit. He's he's uh, trying to just lay low. He hasn't been yeah. using his force power. So, like, you know, it's he's rusty. He's rusty. Even like when we saw him you know and vader go at it it's like he, he, vader was just toying with him he, he, yes. he's yeah. not just he's not one-handed just, just like one-handed. luke in, in empire man he, just he's yeah. he's not just rusty he's also broken yeah like that's 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 the, the ptsd the, thing yeah that, that's the thing that a lot of these you know the, the people that are misusing canon the word canon just to you know bitch about whatever they want to bitch about it's basically another way of saying they're not doing what I want them to do. They're yeah. completely ignoring the fact. What do you want them to do? That, That's what I kind of wonder. Like, what it, do you want? It, 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 they, they don't fucking know. But like, yeah, the, because yeah, go ahead, but, but but they, they, they're, they're completely ignoring the fact that it's 10 years after this dude just suffered. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, he's been hunted the, 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 and he blames himself before like what has happened and you know he was deceived by a lie we all were that type of deal like that messes with you for and 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 i i do i love the progression where like it took him the whole first episode and 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 it also took bale like calling him and then when that didn't work showing up in person and going go fucking do this you know it, it took that for him to finally you know screw up his courage and even he's still struggling with that because that is how far of a fall he and the order have had since the end of revenge of the Sith. That is it. That's, that's, that, that's, he's a wreck. Like he's, I think people, unfortunately, I think maybe what part of what they want is they wanted a series that, that was like, cause I've seen people uh, post this. Uh, there was a thread that somebody uh, posted earlier on Twitter about uh, a great breakdown of Obi-Wan's emotional journey and like what he's doing in these first couple of episodes. And somebody posted the clip of him fighting Maul from rebels. And my response was, you do know that he's not there yet. Right. He's we're seeing him build back up into Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. He's not at Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan level yet. This story is literally about his journey to recapture that and become Alec Guinness Obi Wan, but they're Ray. Our characters can't have up and downs, man. No, I guess no. Not. they just they just can't. They, they, you're, you're, acting, you're, you're, act, you're, you're expecting time. me to believe that General Obi Wan Kenobi, Jedi Master, <laughs> would have to like put up with real life problems and issues. Yeah, like no. feeding his camel creature guy, like where he has to cut a little. Well, 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 Who's taking care out? of that thing right now? By the way, you right, know, he's right. Taking, yeah. Yeah, that's my. Main I do. I do like. I do like the I fact. I do like the fact that he's using guy. a blaster. I do like the <laughs> fact that he's using a blaster because it, it just it makes that that line so much more beautiful from A New Hope, where like he's like talking about blasters and lightsabers yeah. being more, you know, lightsabers being more from a more civilized age. But he's you know walking around blasting everything. I you know yeah. I I dig it, man. You know it's a new star wars story that's what i love about it look if this star wars story isn't for you 
don't watch it. But don't attack every little thing. When we're oh, literally no, going no. after what ten year olds. There's a there's a whole there's a whole niche about attacking every I fucking hate I Star Wars. It's all woke. Everything is this. Oh, there's a whole gosh. niche. There's a whole niche. There's a whole niche, sadly, that that you know, and it's it's funny too, because like, you know, when I when I when I approached the whole thing that was happening, I was like trying to look at it at both sides, but it's like there's like the narratives that are just like everywhere. It's almost like there's going to be an episode of Star Wars, like Star Wars, you know, you know, dual of the narratives kind of thing where it's like, you know, and, and at the same time, it's just like, all right. Um, when going into this, I'm like, all right, I just want to see more Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. I mean, come on, let's do this. Um, do I like everything? Like you said, Enosh? No, there's things I could just break down and be like, yeah. you know, that I've commented on. I mean, the last episode, uh, some cool fucking shit. And then there's some stuff where I was like, okay that was i was like okay i don't know if i like that you know right a little strange but at the same time i'm like i'm not gonna just like sit there and just say like oh no 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 there's no way star wars is dead they would not have fought before new hope it's like so dave what you're telling me is i can't have an opinion i can't express my opinion how many many times i mean when you go when you look at the prequels how many times did like george lucas kind of like eh, maybe i could tweak a little things here he didn't even know luke and leia were related when he did the original trilogy exactly that's how it went and i'm somebody and i think we talked about this like a long time ago i was somebody that not the i'm not tweeting at deborah chow being like don't ruin obi-wan i was just like i don't know if i like the idea of vader and obi-wan fighting because i did like that okay you thank Revenge you of Sith yes all the way to new hope and i was yes. always like ah, i just don't feel this works same thing with him leaving tatooine i was like this just doesn't work for me once i got the show and was open-minded okay this is the way they're going to do it let's see i was down for all of it i was down for the fight because the good thing about that it, we, we call it a fight, but that thing with Obi-Wan and Vader, to me, it wasn't really a fight. It was no. just Obi-Wan surviving. It was just yeah. him playing defense the whole time. And he's not even fighting Vader. It's kind of like what Ray alluded to. He's fighting himself. He's fighting his inner demons. It doesn't matter who's on the other side. It sucks even more that it's Anakin who like has all this stuff. But for me, who didn't really want to see them fight again, didn't really want to see Lay or see him leave Tatooine, the, soul, the show has sold me on all that. And that's why it's good to be open. And I always tell people this, too. At the end of the day, anything that wasn't made you know by george you can just count as it's like a what if you know he made those six films with little clone wars if you really want your george lucas star wars it's there and you can just watch this these all these other things but travis just be people people don't stories. even want that okay so here's the weird part about this right like people honestly just don't know like so a couple weeks ago i got to meet freddie prince jr right whoa and uh did you guys did you, you guys you guys have seen i'm guessing his uh his rant from a couple of years ago yes where yes. like he went off yeah. right and i was like when i saw that i was like yes yes this is exactly how these people act right but like he took so much flack for it oh, and yeah. what's amazing about that is what's amazing about that is is the people who hate freddie prince jr they claim to love george and that everything is george and like george was screwed over and only george is the man but literally freddie was echoing the words of george lucas and dave filoni dave filoni studied at the altar of george lucas and did the clone war series with him and and then that led into rebels which freddie prince jr was right there with those guys and he even talks about it in the rant and like People still don't, but because it's not what they want to hear. Yeah. And that's right. the problem. We, we're in a, you know, we're, we're talking about different fandoms here, right? We, we started off DC, right? And now we're on this. But the thing is that what, what it boils down to is, is people only listen to the things they want to hear. If you are telling me that Henry Cavill's coming back, 
I'm going to listen to you all day long. Mm -hmm. I don't care if any of your other stories, you, like you guys were, you know, you were talking about like where it came from because it came from um, the whatchamacallit, the, the rap. Yeah, yeah, the, the rap. It's an insider at the rap, yeah. right? Like, you know, people will listen to giant freaking robot, you know, <laughs> if, if they tell them what they want to hear. People will listen to Doomcock if they tell them what they want to hear, yeah. you know, like on any of these things, like that's just what it is. And they, they won't, they won't actually break it down. Those things, they won't break down. Right. They'll break down everything else and, and like to make it suck. But like yeah. to actually to actually take a look at what's happening, what makes the most sense. Is this going to actually work or not? You know, and I'm right there with you, Travis. Like I was I was the same way about this. I when when they when Kathleen Kennedy said the words that this was going to be the rematch, you know, of yeah. the century, I was like, no, yeah. no, I don't want that. Please don't show that. And I st and there's still a part of me that says no. You know, mm -hmm. like, look, even this part that I got is still like, ah, oh, yeah, it's cool, but at the same time, I liked it the way it was, you know. But once, you know, like I always I always wanted the Obi Wan series. Cause I always thought yeah. it'd be cool to see what, what was going on. And, and I'm even okay with him leaving Tatooine for a while, you know, and, but then coming back, you know, um, but yeah, the Vader thing is just really weird because, you know, like, obviously just even in the first little thing we've seen, Vader is not the learner no. anymore. So that line, when I last, when, when, you know, when I last saw you, I was but a learner. Now I'm the master. He literally just drugged, obi-wan through fire and burned him and you know what was, i mean and that was cool so i it brought was. that i brought that up in our review and then there was a good twitter thread that they're being yeah. very very literal but when you read the script and you read new hope he says when i left you he doesn't say last and people you you, you can have fun that you can insinuate that when he was a jedi and he left obi-wan that's when he was the master you okay. gotta jump around and that's yeah. gonna happen right and it's the same thing yeah. we talked about george George jumped around too all the yeah. time of like yes, your father was killed by Darth Vader. Three yeah. movies later, well, from a certain point of view, he was killed by Darth Vader. But it <laughs> right. was, he so, literally says it right yeah. when everybody's thinking. Well, yeah. from a certain point of view, like yeah. George, so I can see know, George writing that. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, yeah. when you fucking lied in my face, Darth Vader killed my dad, and you're lying, and that's where it's like they're doing this too to you know some oh. things are gonna work better, some things will work a little worse. Yeah, exactly. But as long as they're trying to find their best <laughs> way and do a good story i'm open for it to see how it goes and there's even a line in new hope or like darth Vader goes like i'm feeling a presence i haven't felt well, since. since and then that's it yeah. it's like all right yeah. so there's no timeline he just said since exactly when was yeah. it was it 10 years ago was it 15 what how we don't know right so i always remember that line where it's like i haven't felt the presence since and mm -hmm. it's like we don't know how long yeah. ago he's thinking so it could be you know, since shorter than ago. we actually. My biggest, my my biggest hope, no pun intended, with ah. all this is that ah. is that what the is parents, this? the parents oh. of that of that little girl, yeah, are shielding her from all this nonsense. Mm. Because I'll be yeah. honest with you, look, it's bad enough. It's hard enough for some adult YouTubers to take any kind of criticism on just like what they do. You know what I mean? I mean, let I alone, media. <laughs> you know, like if you want to keep, if you just want to keep it on the acting and just say that, like, 
it's hard enough for a kid, I think, to be able, when you're talking about a, oh, a yeah. child like that, for a child to even be able to look at a negative review of their Take acting at Oof. that age, right? And be able to process that, let alone making fun of a little girl's looks because she has big teeth in her mouth. I don't know, because she's a 10-year-old and yeah. there's these things called baby teeth and you lose yeah. them and then you get these bigger teeth that for a while until you grow into them, they may look a little big. Or or like, I don't like I don't like what Leia's doing, so they, they, they're harping on that when it's like the little girl is doing her job and she's doing a really darn good job yeah, of it is, yeah. and you know and but yeah but we're we're attacking it like have like you mentioned jake lloyd have we learned yeah, nothing literally jake, like we jake literally lloyd. just went the whole time yeah. I've, I, I've i've seen a bunch of stuff about jake lloyd and i've seen a bunch of stuff about ahmed best and stuff but they don't and want was, it but these same people don't want don't want for media too that's yes yeah. yes and so like so like we're we're just doing the same it's like we're going around in circles with this stuff you know like kelly marie tran you know and then but then people want to act like well that didn't happen yeah it did it was out there you know now now with with moses well you know she's not getting well yeah she's she's obviously getting these things because look they're they're commenting on it and we see and we've heard from people who who are out there saying these things yes are they youtubers or you know people on twitter or whatever yeah but the point is, is like there there's people who are just either trying to gatekeep Star Wars or look, they're they're coming at it from a completely um, you, you, you can't you can't rely on what they're saying. They're 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 literally like you said, Dave, they've got a reason for doing it because it's profitable. Yes. To hate on things people. Yeah. And they're taking advantage of that. And, the, and then the problem is, is the that is that is that because they have an influence it's going to draw other people in who just didn't like it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there's people who are just going to go, yeah, it's just not for me. Right. But then they hear like this or that. And they, now all of a sudden they think there's this negative connotation that like, there's this agenda with star Wars. Right. And so then like that, that builds anger. And the, the more that you feed that Buildings. you're going to draw those people, those regular people in, into that nonsense so that they, they still think, Oh, it's just me just not liking it. Now I can't just like it. But it's not about that anymore. It's literally just about you You want to hate it before it even comes out yeah. because it gives you something to talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah I think a, one of the things that I, I like, I, I've always stressed on is like, yeah, there's always going to be the negativity. But I mean, I, I just want to embrace all the positivity because there's a shit yes. ton of positivity heck, yeah. about all heck, this. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I mean, what, what happened? Like, what, what did they release when it came to um, uh, the ratings? Most, Most hours. The biggest debut on yeah. Disney heck, Plus. Yeah. You know, I mean, no matter what, I mean, everybody was waiting for this. Everybody watched it. I mean, yeah, if, it, if it's not, didn't meet up to your standards, sure, fine, whatever the fuck. But let's just focus on the fact there's so many people that are just like going, hey, this is actually, you know, good. Yeah, people have criticism, sure. But because this is, this goes oh, across. Your, your audio turned way up a little bit. Oh, really? Do you, I don't know where, yeah, what it, happened. It, uh, yeah, no. Man, sure. so, um, am I, I wrong? It got a little louder, right? Too loud? Loud, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I see you know, she was like, yeah, like, 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 what happened? Okay, you're good uh, now. That's you're better good. now, yeah. You're yeah, now? yeah okay. you're good. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this goes across all franchises. It like, yeah, it's dual, like, uh, uh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. But it was like a couple years ago, I was like, you know, when they brought in Captain Pike and and Spock and number one yeah. into season two of Star Trek Discovery, which was already getting blasted because it was, you know, 10 years, but it's in the original series, but it doesn't feel like the original series. And there's a black woman in the lead 
Sonic <laughs> Martin Green was dealing with the same shit that that Moises that, that that Moses is dealing with now, like for the last five years. But like when they brought Pike into the second season of the show, I was one of the people that was like, I don't know that I want to see a a show like that because that mm-hmm. would be a. I felt like it was going to infringe upon the original series, and I wasn't open at the time to the idea of stories involving anything before the time of Kirk aboard the enterprise. And then by the time the season was over, I'd completely flipped that. I was like, no, I dig what Anson Mount is doing. I love what Ethan Peck is doing. And I want to see more of what Rebecca remain is going to do. I'm on board. Give us a series. And now five episodes into that show, it is probably the best first season of a star Trek series ever period like the best for a season so and we're only halfway through it and but it's the same shit like it's just, you get the same like the, like the, the the episode that just aired that just uh, premiered yesterday is uh it's a, for people it, uh strange new world spoilers any of you seen it any of you watch it i have not Anyone watched it yet no i've not watched it i've only ever seen the two jj abrams star i've heard good things though i've heard good things it's, i've so i've seen the rest of the show i just didn't watch this this week's episode so, yet so, so i dude the show is so good man so, the show so is so good it, it's, I keep hearing. it's really good and there's a scene all i will say is that there is a scene where chapel is on a date like she's involved, like there, there's some you know, inklings about like her romantic, her position on romantic involvements. Right. And it's really good. And I love what Jess Bush is doing. She's adding so much like depth to it. Like that's the other thing the show is doing yeah. is like, it's developing characters like Chapel and, and Uhura, like no disrespect to like Nichelle Nichols or Zoe Saldana, but this is the best that that character has been written in like the history of the character. It's amazing. They gave her a whole episode and they've like developed and she's given her stuff to, they've given her stuff to do. Exactly. She's not background. She was actually in the forefront. Yeah. Right. And and so this episode comes out yesterday, Enosh, and you know, we, we, we get a glimpse into chapel's idea of like love life. And the, one of the first comments I see on a thread is when is she, when are they going to mention Roger Corby from what a little girls are made of because she was engaged to him. And this is it, what little girls are made of is an original series episode from the first season that most of these fucking fans don't even remember. Right. And, you know, for the Ted Cassidy dude who played Lurch in the Adams family was in this episode. Oh, wow. But they got to find it's something the same people that didn't remember that Tila was always supposed to be the sorceress one day. All right. You know, so yeah. have a bowl of Skeletor. Now I have the power crunch. Wow. And, uh, you actually have a box. Of- <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, get back to me. But it's it, all of, unfortunately, <laughs> all of the fandoms are doing this shit. The entitlement yep. is off the charts. Well, that's the thing. They're just always gonna pick, yeah, picking away at it. And, and, it, and unfortunately, like the, the gatekeepers, it, it, like I said, the stuff that Moses is dealing with now, Sonequa Martin Green's been dealing with that shit for the last five years, and it's been fucking disgusting on that end yeah. as well. I'm and, embarrassed and John, and John, for some of the people. John Boyega, age. too, you know, like what he oh, yeah. had to deal with. So it's just. They edited him off posters yeah. and stuff like that, you know? And right. Oh, well, so yeah, in China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. China. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And that's thing with, with, just, yeah. 
Like Anosh was talking about George Lucas too early, and that's like the biggest go-to, like that's the biggest straw man argument for any Star Wars fan because they don't talk about George as a person. And most people just kind of talk about George like he's dead, like, oh, he right. would have won it this way. He would, and I'm sure he's out of stars. Like he's he said, still fucking yeah. alive. Yeah, and he's <laughs> right. like, he's had his problems with it, of course. Like, of course you would. This is his baby that he sold off. And sure, he got a lot of money, but at the same point, it it is probably difficult at times to say, oh, I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be doing that. But sure. at the same time, they, I feel like they just, whatever they don't like, well, George wouldn't want it that way. Like George wouldn't want it that way. You know, and right. again, yeah. George I'm... contradicts himself all the time because I'm somebody, you talk about something that, uh, a concept I don't like. I still don't like the Inquisitors. I don't like the Inquisitors as like, I like just Vader and Palpatine. But yeah. you look at the original trilogy movies, George said, oh, no, it's just Luke and it's just Vader and Palpatine. But then he was a part of Clone Wars and part of some of yeah. stuff that, like, he added the Inquisitors. He added this yeah. stuff. And I go, ah, not really for me, but I guess it's it's here now and I got to deal with it. But then I move on. I don't tweet at George. Travis, it doesn't even matter if because they, they, they could still be dead and it wouldn't yes. matter. Because no. what you just said about George would have wanted it, that's, just, that's no different than Gene Roddenberry's rolling over in his <laughs> grave. Oh, yeah. It's the same shit. Oh, Bill Finger would oh. hate what Zack Snyder was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the stuff. Look, like, yeah. look I, I, I agree with that, man, because, yeah, they, the, the, the George Lucas thing, look, I love George, and I'm thankful to God that George, you know, created Star Wars and that it is what it is. But the reality is, is like, George couldn't write dialogue. Like even the no, even the original cast talks about it. You know, oh, yeah. Harrison, Ford, all the time. Harrison yeah. Ford gives yeah. him crap all the time about he goes, it. He's all, he's all, you could write this shit, but you can't say it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but 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 yet if you say anything like that to some of these people, like they act like you're, you know, it's heresy or whatever. And like I said, it you know, George, look, George, three the reason why George sold Star Wars, well, Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. Right. The reason why he sold Lucasfilm to begin with was because the fans turned on him. Yeah. The fans famously turned on him with the prequels. And he just said, screw it, man. Obviously, I'm not going to make the Star Wars these people want. So I'm going to turn it over to a company that I think is going to be able to keep this going for for years and decades, you know, to come. And, you know, and hopefully they'll make them happy. Now, you know, then there was, then there was all <laughs> that, yeah, right. Seven years later. Right. Yeah, but then there was all that talk about like, you know, you know, then all of a sudden that, you know, he kind of had a little probably buyer's remorse, like because they bought his scripts. Well, just because they bought his scripts doesn't mean they were going to make mm -hmm. those movies. You buy those scripts to keep them from falling into hands where people go, look what George would have done. But we know what George would have done. Like Travis was talking about, like there were a lot of those same story beats in there, except there was a lot more midichlorians and yeah. look all, all, all props to people who love the prequels and love midichlorians. I can do without <laughs> look there. Look, I've learned to appreciate the prequels more and more, right? Like there's, there's, there's things in there that are just brilliant. And honestly, I love attack of the clones a whole lot more than I used to now. Like it's, it's amazing, but I can do with a whole lot. I don't need to know the microscopic levels of, of the force and, and, you know, and and have a bunch because he was supposed to have like a bunch of more like 12, 13 year olds in the movies and stuff. And it's just like, I don't really need that myself. But look, it's Star Wars. Again, Star Wars is Star Wars, man. Every once in a while, you're going to get something that you go, oh, my God, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then every once in a while, you're going to get something that goes, uh, that really wasn't for me. Just like every exactly. franchise, right? Exactly. Marvel, DC. Now that we got these multiple films, multiple shows. 
you can't that's i guess that's why it doesn't hurt as much anymore because i just know well there's gonna be if, if yes. i didn't like obi-wan well andor is in august and luckily i do the same thing with boba fett yeah. i was not a big fan of boba I, fett and then obi-wan came up boom i love obi-wan i'm such a star wars right. mood i i think rogue one is legitimately maybe the most overrated movie of all time i put that on the other day just no. because i was in a star wars mood i was just like yeah i just want to watch more stars oh yeah i know the face but like i just, just oh, i not, agree with you i agree yeah. with you travis I, I agree I, with you that, that it's all subjective. Oh, no, it is. But that's when I don't think but, it's over. But even when I'm in a star like that, it's like, oh, no, you know, I just want to watch more stars. So I put on Rogue One. And even then, that's a film that like I don't love, but I like it enough. There's good things in it. I watch it and then I move on because there's going to be something else. You know, even if you hated the Batman, guess what? In 10 years, there'll be a new actor and a new director playing the Batman and stuff yeah. like like well, well, like I said, right now we got three Batman, so you have your yeah. choice. Right. And, I, <laughs> and, your and I think that's yeah, and mm -hmm. I guess that's maybe the only reason why for me I was uh, with Rise of Skywalker and how it ended. That I don't hate the movie, but that one always does disappoint me because with that original cast and I'm that you, on you only that get one. Yeah. you only get one shot at that, right? You only get one shot at ending these ones. Where Batman, Spider Man, these combo <laughs> characters, even some other people in Star Wars, you could do some animated stuff, but with that. It, it did leave a little sour taste in my mouth, but the good thing is we got Mandalorian, which I like. We got Obi-Wan. I hope we actually do get some of these movies that Kathy's talking about because all yeah. these things she says, like, oh, the movies, we want this to be after the sequels. Great. Please go do that. That'd be awesome if we got High Republic stuff, prequel stuff, dark time stuff, because I'm somebody, too, like, other than Obi-Wan, every time they're like, hey, this show's in the dark times, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, can we just move on from the dark times? But the thing is, <laughs> I got other shows and movies coming out that are away from that. So now if I'm disappointed in a show that's about the dark times, I know, okay, next year, Acolyte might be coming. Or if this Taika movie does come up, it's after the sequel. So that I think that should help, but it doesn't. It doesn't help for some yeah. people. It's like, it all has to be perfect. It all has to be this. has to well, be the, in this little well, box. I mean, the, 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 the show that I'm still, like, laser focused on is Ahsoka. Which is, yes. which, which, oh, yeah. is, which is which is after the dark dude, time. I so can't, it's like, yeah, dude, exactly. I cannot wait. Look, look, as someone who enjoyed the sequels, do I enjoy everything about them? No. Okay. There's especially Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is such a disjointed mess sometimes, yeah. but but it's not necessarily like like I don't get mad at like some of the plot points that I see other people get mad at, like Palpatine coming back. I don't care about that. Yeah. I think that I think that, that makes sense. Uh, you know, I was back there reading in the day. I think that that's really funny that people are like like pissed off because they didn't get uh, their uh, you know legend the stuff right. And, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Well, yeah. the, the, the legends is, isn't canon. Well, it never was canon first of no. all. But <laughs> but like they're pissed off about that. But then you actually get a story plot point right out of legends and they get mad at that for some reason right there's a, there's <laughs> right. enough wrong with that movie other than palpatine but um but the thing is is that i i look at i what look do at you want what do you want it's not that simple what it's do you want Sorry. Right. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's true. But I, but I, I look at the sequels, right? And I, and I thought it was funny because I saw somebody comment uh, in a thread I was in or whatever the other day, and, and they they said something about um, they're finally starting to see what the what the sequels were doing because of some of these shows that are coming out, whatever. And and I've been and I was saying I've been saying that for years now. Like, but I saw it beforehand because I actually watched the movie and like I paid attention and I'm such a diehard Star Wars fan that it's like I get what they're doing they're, they got to fill in that background right but you couldn't go and tell the story five years after Return of the Jedi uh, in 
the movies because everybody had aged up. So now you got to go back and you got to fill in what happened. But all these people, the sequel series is the sequel trilogy is going to be erased. No, it's not. You're going to get no. definitions of why things <laughs> happened. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, it just makes sense. You know, you're going to get, I, you're going to, but you're going to get Thrawn. You're going to get all these wonderful things. And, and I, I can't wait to see Ahsoka, man. Talk about the Ahsoka series. Live action Sabine. I loved Rebels. Okay, so so for live action Sabine and Thrawn and uh, uh, Hera is in there in that trailer, you know, and, and probably Ezra, probably Ezra. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean sure. Ezra's going to be in there. Yeah, so yeah. I just, I mean, I I look forward to that so much. Plus, I see. I see the connections that they're making to some legend stuff because they've they've done this is yes they had to wipe the slate clean so that they could tell a coherent story that made sense but you look at stuff that like they're like even people who are like I hated the bad batch it sucked whatever but then if you watch the the series the season finale the last season finale of the bad batch they literally go to uh Mount Tantis on Wayland right on the planet Wayland they take all the cloning stuff from Camino and that's the whole last episode. They they shut it all down on Camino and they take it all to this planet, Wayland, and to this big mountain facility called Mount Tantus. Well, I don't know. That's pretty exciting to me because when you read the Thren, the th original Thrawn trilogy uh, back in the early 90s, guess what? Grand Admiral Thrawn goes to the planet Wayland to Mount Tantus, which is where the Emperor was storing his special projects, which was guarded by a crazy clone of a Jedi Master named Joris Saboth. Like, huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, by, uh, what, what, wow! It's, it's like, it's like it, they researched their shit. Right. Well, it, it was. It's just like how, and and you know, even in this. Last but episode, Bad Batch it, sucked. <laughs> Even in this last episode of Obi-Wan, they like killed two birds with one stone. You reference Quinlan Voss yes! again, right? You reference him again. And then the the, the, the pull that I didn't even realize, um, we now, and, and whether they make it official or not, it's like, okay, now I get why Leia named her son Ben. Yeah, oh, well, I yeah. love that. That hits you know so, what I mean? after that first like, episode. It hit very that, hard. Yeah, and I know people go, oh, well, when she gives that message to R2-D2, she? she's giving a, in my head, Ken, this is where you can always have fun. She's giving a formal message to somebody sending a message. She's not going to be like, hey, Ben, you remember me? It's like, no, you right. served my dad in the Clone Wars. This is a mission, everything like that. And yeah, that, because to me, I, I'm a huge, I've said this before, huge fan of the Kyle Ren character. But that, I always remember that moment when he goes on the catwalk and Hansel just yells Ben just like yeah. oh my god they named their kid Ben and now it has like even more meaning of this guy that helped them out save Leia it has so much more meaning and it's so much more tragic too to think of like what Ben Solo becomes of like he has the name Solo he has the name Ben and he's a Skywalker and then all this bad stuff happens to him and I have problems with some of the way it goes but oh, yeah. again it, it kind of colors in some things that makes it enriches that even more so when i get to that moment again in force awakens which i watched before obi-wan i can't wait for that because it's it's even better and that's the best things you want is to kind of just you layer out that franchise that lineage and it's good stuff yeah i want one of the things that i was like i i mean to be honest like rise of skywalker what some of my favorite parts is when ben goes oh wait i should be a good guy yeah. And those were like, oh man, when when he like fucking when he Don't grabs get me started, that, Dave. And then Don't and then he does the whole like and it's like, oh dude, that's your dad. When he goes like, Yep, it's time to it's time to go on. And I'm like, 
God damn it. We couldn't get a full movie of this. I was like, we're just going to get this. I'm like, just, just, uh, I mean, I'm loving this. I'm like, I wish we had a full movie of good Ben. I Can just imagine like a Ben solo who has a blaster and a, a fucking sky, you know, like right there on both sides of his legs, like just holstered. Ah, there was a viral video. There was a viral video going around these young girls when it happened, and they're it's like a screening, and people are excited. And when Ben Solo dies, like they shriek and everything like that. Yeah. That was me in the crowd because I was somebody. <laughs> I have no problem. No! I was a big. I was a big Raylo shipper. So imagine the 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 journey I went on in that movie because the whole like if oh. I think it really started as like a joke at Geek First, like oh no, like in Force Awakens, like they're in love and stuff. But then we get to Rise Skywalker, and I'm all in for him. Like let's do this, you know. They yeah. kiss, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then he literally killed over. I was like, what the fuck is going on now? And then he just he just died. And the thing is, like, he disappeared. I'm like, oh, well, at least me might get him as a force ghost. Didn't even get that. And I, I, I hated the argument. Everyone would always tell me, like, oh, well, they probably killed him off because I don't think Adam Driver wants to do these movies anymore. Yeah, but look what happened with Harrison Ford. He had talked to him after Return of the yeah. Jedi. He was done, right? He, he didn't want to do anything. He wanted to die in Empire. He yeah. wanted to get killed in he Empire. Was done at, he was done at, you know, the second movie. But then years yeah. later, it happened. So to me, there's no way you could have told me of, like, if that was, and this is just, like, speculation, but if that was actually Lucas filming thinking of, like, well, we don't think we get Driver back, so let's kill him off. Oh my God, that would hurt my soul so much because all you could do with that character too is, hey, you're alive, but you did a lot of bad shit. You're going to exile. You're going to planet for years. You know, you can be Ben Solo, but you're by yourself. But then it's like Barbosa and Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like, well, when we need you, we're going to have to, you, we don't trust you at all. You're a bad person. So, and this is all just me, like theory crafting and stuff, but it is that thing where, I, I I hated that they did the the kind of just Vader ending with him that he did turn good and died again. I thought there was potential to even if he was just in space yeah, jail, if he was like you know what I did a lot of bad stuff. I can't be free. And even then, I lo I loved the idea of because I know people they were mad about Ray falling in love with this you know potential terrorist, right? And my spin was always like imagine the stakes or the feeling of that of yeah she falls in love with this dude and she has to come back to Finn and Poe and kind of explain like oh yeah like I've fallen <laughs> right. for him and just like the weight of yeah but link of everything he's done like how and what character work you could do with Ray thinking about like, yeah, what type of person are you? You want to do all these good things, but you're kind of falling for this person that is, he's killed his own father. He's killed millions of people. And there's so much stuff they could have died to. But the thing is that I hate is Ben Solo dies and no one ever knows this kiss happens. No one ever knows the connection they yeah. had. So Ray never has to kind of explain her actions. Like, Oh yeah, I did have feelings for this guy. And, and that's why I just thought that the ending of Rise of Skywalker, there's things I like in it. I just thought it went yeah. more, okay, we're just doing Return of the Jedi again. And I thought it was and more I agree with that. Force Awakens than I, I agree with song. that. I agree with that because, uh, you know, I didn't, I never, like, the only thing that really pissed me off was JJ trying to say that, like, that kiss was not a romantic kiss. Friendly. Yeah, friendly. Was like They're a, using tongue. I've never kissed a, a friend with a, tongue. It was like a familial kiss yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> It was built up. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Look, it I was got not... two sisters. I got two sisters. We had a very loving home, right? And look, you know what? My sister, my sisters will still kiss me on the mouth. And I know to some people that may seem weird, but it was. It's not like a, a peck. kiss. It's like, like a... yeah, it's a little peck, right? You know, it's yeah. just like and my, my grandma. You know, she would kiss me and stuff. Like, like, but that kiss. No, that is not a familial kiss. If that's your family, if that's how your family kisses, you probably got something <laughs> else. Uh, but you know, but like my my thing about about Ben was was that um, I was of the mind I really wanted him to be the tragedy of the Skywalkers, mm. where you know, uh, you know, 
Anakin had fallen to the dark side, but he was redeemed in the end, right? Like mm-hmm. just like you're saying, like I did not want to see that that same thing just play out because I didn't feel like w- when they did it, I was okay with it because I liked seeing him as light side Ben. You know, in the end, you know, yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, yeah it was fun. You know, cool whatever. Moments, yeah, yeah, it was a, a couple cool moments. But in the same token, like I didn't feel like they did that redemption arc as, as anywhere close to what Vader had. And it just kind of felt like, oh, okay, so yeah, he was a bad guy, and now he's good again. And he's trying to make up for it. And, you know, okay, that's great. You know, like I wasn't mad at it, but at the same time, like I, I guess I had always hoped in my own head canon, right, going into mm-hmm. it, and and kind of like before I saw what they were actually doing, was like, nah, man, to have him be like that one guy, right? Because like that, that, that's how I felt like they were setting it up. Because all of his anger and his frustration and his and all that stuff, you know, just like wanting to go after Luke and everything, just like to get him to that moment where it's just like, no, I cannot be reasoned with. No, I am not going to be talked down out of this. I don't care if I lose my life. I don't care what what happens, man. I'm going down with the ship. I refuse to give into this. I am going to be the bad guy. I am going to to be the tragedy of the Skywalkers that is not redeemed and 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 go down you know fighting well and that's but but in the end it's that's not what they did so okay i i like to be told a story i love it you know like everybody got pissed off when snoke died you know in that moment dude my jaw was on was on the floor and i loved it shut up william Listen, listen, uh, listen. Every time L- I forget listen. that you guys know, I'm like, wow, who's this dick coming hey, in? Here? Hey, William, hey, William, uh, William, at least I can still live on my own and like take care of myself. I mean, like, I know, I know that you have somebody even typing right now for you because you can't press that super chat button, man. Like, so look, will you tell your nurse to make sure and not spend nurse, too much nurse. of, spend uh. not too much of your social security check uh, uh. on, on oh, super chats? Oh, I love Dave, but you know, I, I hate to see like an old man's money just, you know, go to super chats. You yeah. can insult me to my face you don't need the to grandkids that, need some of it you know <laughs> they, they need something but no and that was what was so fun with like right like last year I, I did love the snoke thing happening because it was such a big theater moment and that's where i was always surprised where they kind of that's why I love that they did the Vader thing in Last Jedi where always oh, turning good, but it was a flip of oh no, he's not that type of Skywalker. And I always love that he's looking at Ray and it's like longingly, but then when he sees that throne, it like it's that mm. turn of like, oh yes. no, like that's what I want. And between him getting rid of Luke, and I thought it was so symbolic when they have this force connection, the whole movie in Last Jedi, the last shot of them together is there's that door and it goes down and to me that was like okay he had his like last chance where maybe he could go and fix this and he didn't and then i think that's what people have talked about this for generate or generations it feels like generations now but mm-hmm. years as far as the switch off between ryan and jj where jj didn't want to go that route and it is fine but then when you watch them back to back it is kind of because that's what i'm doing right now with my kids which is great because i had the best experience with my oldest daughter who when we watched force awakens and she ignited the lightsaber she turned to me and said oh i want to be a force i want to be a star wars character for halloween and i was like oh man this is the best stuff so watching all this stuff with my kids it could be the shittiest movie. Like I watched Spider-Man three with my kids and it was their end game. It was great. Like, Oh, Venom's in this, like yeah. for their mind, they're blown. Cause it's like Venom, Sandman, Spider-Man, but, like all this but, stuff is happening for them. The first gotta time. be the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. It is. Sorry, William. Sorry, William. Sorry, William. I know. I, I, I know. I will definitely take fashion sense from the guy who owns like nothing but a Shazam shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best thing with like even Star Wars. Or a and Home that Depot shirt. Right. Watching watching Spider Man three with like a four year old, it, it makes it all better. So that's yes. where it's like same thing watching yeah. these movies. I go, okay, does last Jedi and Rise Skywalker 
at the time it did not feel the smoothest transition but now yeah. it's just kind of like okay well it is what it is there's things yeah. i like about it i'm happy they're there and i hope that again i don't know probably not ben soul and whatnot but i hope i see a ray in the future and i hope that I hope we get a Clone Wars like be. animated series one day where we get yeah, right. a Han, Luke, and Leia stories and about what happened. In but Travis, animated. Travis, we have to fight. We have to fight to end this tyranny, man, because oh, yeah. it's not what we liked and wanted. And it's so, not what George like, wanted. And, and if, and if you wanted. just accept it, just lay down, yeah. you're a shill. <laughs> oh, that's uh, and, and just 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 copy, just copy and paste, it, rinse and repeat for yeah. every yeah. fan base. Whatever, yeah. just just replay. Re, re, we have to fight for whatever <laughs> in the DC fandom. We have to fight for Gene's vision in the Star Trek. Oh. Just, uh, Dude, but there's whatever. so much good stuff. Like you said, like you said with with like Strange New Worlds, man. Tiffany is watching that with me, and like I love that because Tiffany hasn't watched like I, I haven't really watched you know too many Star Trek shows that come out. Like I like as far as like the newer stuff like i haven't watched discovery i did watch picard and i actually liked picard i love lower decks tiffany's watched lower decks with me um you know and stuff but you know and like tiffany knows some of the lore of star trek but she had like she didn't watch the shows like really religiously you know and uh so i love the fact that she's that she's watching strange new worlds and she loves it and i love it and it's 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 amazing and you know it just look there's so many good things that we could be happy about why it's yes. not it's 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 not negating this the fact that things aren't perfect just because you don't bitch about it all day long. No. You know I, what I mean? I, like I I have <laughs> been a I, I've been a Trekkie I literally for 30 years since I was nine <laughs> since I was nine. Right. And so like when it comes to other I went through this with the Calvin timeline movies. I'm going through this now with yeah. the Paramount Plus stuff. I have always looked at it as like like I, I had family. I still cannot get family members to watch the original series or TNG or even DS nine. Right. But they were, they saw all the Kelvin timeline movies in the theater. And now like Shonda and others are like watching the Paramount plus stuff. So now it's a point where it's like, someone's like, Hey Ray, um, where should I start? It's like, you know what? Honestly, you could start here. Go yeah. Get into it here. Like I look at it as a fan, like, for years, I was the kid that got teased for like having a Star Trek encyclopedia for like bringing mm -hmm. one to school, and now it's like the, the it, it's you know there's a wider cool base thing. for it. It is, it is the cool thing, especially oh, yeah. like it, dude. We're literally at a point now where like you know between Discovery and Lower Decks, which is uh, amazing. What Mike McMahon's done with that show is, and, and is incredible, uh, and and with Picard and and now with Strange New World, it's like. Star Star Trek is more alive now than it arguably has ever been, like as a franchise. And how can I be mad? About, how can I be upset about that? How can I like look at that and go, "Oh, well, they 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 ruined this and they ruined that." No, they they are opening. There are people who were never thought to think. People probably still would never watch original series or like TNG or anything like that that have seen every episode of discovery and love Michael Burnham and love what they were doing. And they, they're, they've gone to strange new worlds and they love all that. Like, how can you be upset at that? It's the same with like any of it, like the star Wars fans, there are star Wars fans that came into this franchise through the sequel trilogy mm -hmm. and are watching all the Disney plus shows. How can you be upset at that? 
people exactly. that are coming in to the franchise now. Like how 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 is that a bad thing? It is. Those not, are my kids you're describing, thing. Ray. That's what we're watching. Bad Batch, and we're watching. I've seen and, they've watched the original trilogy, but because with the new trilogy looking a bit more spruce and like like mm -hmm. day and age right. they connect to that even my daughter like connecting uh, because ray's the main uh, character so for oh, them and here's what's going to happen travis because i went mm -hmm. through this like the, the 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 people who like a couple years ago i realized that there were like a ton of prequel defenders that just all of a sudden showed mm -hmm. up and i came <laughs> to the realization that what it was was all the kids that got into star wars through the prequels are now grown up yeah, and now oh, yeah. when they was, now when they see slander, so now when they see somebody slamming Hayden or Ahmed Best, they come like with the fire, right? Yes. So in so in fifteen twenty years, your kids are going to be you. the Ray defenders yeah, and yeah. the Finn defenders and the Poe defenders. And, It'll and never happen. It'll it's it's coming. It's going to happen. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no dude. So you know what you just reminded me of. I forgot. I forgot. I was talking with a kid because I I just recently started substitute teaching. And uh, I was talking with uh, this uh, sixth grade girl because uh, what I, one of the things that I did was since it's the end of the year and I'm a sub, I have, you know, they have less like assignments that they have to do, you know, during their So like I've I've used it as an opportunity to talk to them about me and get, let them get to know me because I'm coming back next year. And then also I go around the class and get to know each one of them, you know. And so uh, I was talking to this uh, uh, sixth grade girl, I think it was sixth or seventh grade girl uh, today, and she mentioned the fact that she was a huge Star Wars fan, right? And so uh, I went up to her and I said, I said, okay, I said, well, which movie is your favorite? And she goes, she goes, well, she goes, I haven't watched a lot of the old ones. She goes, but she goes, I I'm trying to watch them all and I really like them all, but I really like the ones with Ray mm -hmm. because I can relate to it. And I just it put a smile on my face because like that's the most innocent you can possibly be is like hey i'm just learning about star wars i have no none of this uh, weird attachment to stuff or that it's got to be my way or you know whatever just i'm just watching these movies with with eyes of you know, with non-judgmental eyes and just seeing do i like it or not you know you what? Know. That, you can actually you can actually do a correlation to uh, music with that because I've always like oh, uh, you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Metallica fan, and I'll talk about like oh when if I approach somebody who's like oh wearing a Metallica shirt or something like that and you, you know you're like what's your favorite album and they go the Black album and I go <laughs> you know I'm like really yeah. but then at the same time I'm like well wait a minute that's when they got introduced to Metallica that's fine there's nothing wrong with that that was their most big time mainstream album and they got introduced mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, <coughs> instead of, um, right. I just choked on spit. <laughs> now, if they say load and reload, then yeah. I just know. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like, all right, so, Hey, you've in been introduced. It's like, yeah. all right, instead of just going scoffing and being like, whatever the fuck, take the time and go to the previous albums or whatever and that could that could apply to any band you know any right. band oh, yeah. that had long music in yeah. general dave because i think yeah. okay so like you bring up the black album right? so like when i first started playing guitar i knew about metallica's older stuff but like that was when that album was really big and so i learned like the entire black album right yeah. and uh and that was like my first like but like i was also learning like you know fade to black and you know master of puppet you know like all that stuff but like some of it was beyond me Right. But I still love Metallica. So it was nice to be able to learn some of the, you know, like an easy yeah. riff like Enter Sandman or, you know, or whatever. 
uh, just to be able to like accomplish something to get my, to cut my teeth so that I got, you know, deeper into it. And then, Hey, learned, Oh, you know, how do I play master of puppets? You know, like, you know, all those things. But exactly. I say, I say it about music in general, because like, I think about before I was a musician, before I picked up a guitar at 15, I listened to music completely different. Right. I didn't know how different sounds were made. I didn't even know what instruments were even being used. You know, like I just knew it sounded cool. I would listen to something like, did that sound cool? Yes. Right. And there's those, those times where I like, I wish I could go back and have that innocence again to just like not listen to it and go, okay, I know what they're doing here. You know what I mean? I know how they're doing this, how they're making this, how they're producing this, you know, cause I've recorded and I've done all these things. So it's like, I know how it's all be done to just be able to listen or watch something again for the first time mm. and, uh, and just enjoy it when actually, and it's funny you say this because when we were on our way to go see the force awakens, my best friend, Aaron, who's the drummer of my band, he, uh, we were on our way. We were all driving separate cars from where we were coming from. And he called me. And, like, they were up in front of us or somewhere like that. Or I, we were in front of them on our way to the theater. And he said to me, he said, dude, we're going to see Star Wars. Now, mind you, he's 13 years younger than me. He was born in 89. But he's such a huge Star Wars fan. Him and, and his wife now. Uh, and, and he says to me, dude, we're going to see Star Wars in the theater. And we're going to see Episode 7. Right. Something that nobody ever thought we were mm. ever going to see. Like, right. you know, and he said, look, no matter how good or how bad it is, he, he made a couple of really funny uh, statements. And uh, I, I got some of them on a video that, that I had on the channel that I have on the channel because he said, first of all, he says, we're never going to experience this kind of rush and this kind of emotion with Star Wars again. Because they'll make Star Wars stuff now. He's like, we're not going to have that gap where, like, we thought Episode Three was the last thing that we were ever going to get, right? And so there was that. Absolutely true, man. And so he said that, and he says, "Oh, oh my gosh!" And and it was just like he said that, and it hit me. And he's like, "We have to." Like he actually stopped, and he's like, "We have to enjoy this moment. We have to bathe in this moment because in an hour, that moment's going to be gone." that's crazy to think about. and i was like dude that is so deep dude. and and then we were getting ready to walk in he goes and right now all of our heroes are alive right we have you know, no it, idea what's on the other side and it's like i mean oh. with the, the buzz about that i remember when when episode seven it was just episode seven there was not a title yet oh, and yeah. the buzz all behind that it was like it was insane and then uh i saw it you know the opening night at the chinese theater in la man talk oh, about just, my gosh dude you don't even know what the vibe was like i mean it was insane dude. it was a fucking party everybody was dressed up i mean i'm just wearing like a, <laughs> a star wars shirt there are people dressed to the nines as characters all over the place wow. and just to watch that in that theater that old theater that's like that legendary theater and just uh, how many times that I mean, my hands probably hurt because they're just clapping and cheering and just everything like that. It was, yeah, there's something about that, 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 that buzz that, yeah. It's See, just, and that's why uh, there's a happen, couple, you know? there's a couple months ago. I remember Steven was bringing up and I, I was like very quiet. That's why I still don't actually mind when people cheer in my theaters for anything I'm watching, mm -hmm. to be honest, because it's like, it's a lightning in a bottle. And I know there's the, the level of like the, Oh, Captain America. But like, I'm the and it's definitely a notch will appreciate this. I come from I love professional wrestling. So anytime the there's a pop, I don't mean to yeah, no unforgiving, unforgiving for me too. Better yeah. than yeah. 
And, okay, and that's just all, like yeah. I, I'm conditioned to that because like WrestleMania, I saw uh, I went to WrestleMania in 2021, so I can't remember when it was 2005. And being in a crowd when you're around like 80,000 people and you hear that excitement, so for oh, me, yeah. that's what's like. I can never be like a Force Awakens or like even something like Endgame was a few years ago. But when we get those little moments, that's why I know at home. I I still love it. I love when I'm in a theater and people are cheering and I, yeah. I have no problems whatsoever. I like it all the time because it's just like I know people are happy and that gets me happy when people are gasping and stuff like that. It's just like that. Those moments are great because you're, you know, you're going to walk out of theater and whenever you watch that movie again, it's probably not going to feel that way. I love Force Awakens. It's one of my favorites. It's I think I still have it ranked above. Return the, I always go back and forth with Return of the Jedi if it cracks up, but that night was so special. But that's why, yeah, I still, I'm still a sucker for people cheering. I like it. I like the clapping. I like the hooter hollering. I And that's why I wish I lived in some of your guys' crowd. In Canada, we're very nice. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's, like, there's sometimes, like, people do get fired up. Don't get me wrong. But when I see the crowds, like, man, I want to be in that crowd right there where it's cheering. And, and then it's reverse where people complain. Like, I can't hear. It's like, I want to be there. So, but. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean. You know, we're, we're, you know, when it comes to uh, things that, I mean, even with Top Gun Maverick, I mean, there was cheering mm -hmm. and clapping and stuff like that. I mean, it's the movie going experience and hopefully it continues on. And I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy where we are right now. And there's like, like I said, there's so much Star Wars right now and we're all, I'm loving it. We're all loving it. There's a, you know, when it comes to what's happening with the uh, DC and all that stuff, yeah, we can just be like, all right, we'll just be patience, patient, yes. guys. That's all it really is. And you know, when it comes to, you know, the Flash, I can't, I, I can't just be on the side of like, nah, f this movie. I'm, I'm really excited right. for the movie. I can't, I can't help but not to be excited just with all the information people I've talked to and all this stuff. And then like, yes, I know it's been cursed and Ezra Miller situation has been bad, but hopefully that will get better, which hmm, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we can get a little bit more information when it comes to that. But I mean, it's just, it's just, um, you know, right. it's a good time to be a nerd. It really oh, yeah. is. Think about and this. Think about it. Stuff yeah. That's just coming in and you don't have to like it all. And I don't. I don't like every little bit of it. Of course not, you know, and, and I'll say like, Hey, guess what? I didn't like it. Not for me, you know, but of course there's always going to be that niche or that negative side that, 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 that this over here, that's always going to be like, screw this. This is horrible. This is this, this is that. And they're all going to, you know, it's always going to be there, but yeah. you know, as long as we can all embrace the fact that, Hey, people are just enjoying what we're getting yeah we're don't getting. don't let it don't let it you know don't let anybody don't let any bad review or mm -hmm. or you know discourage. somebody else's opinion discourage you because here's here's the thing man is look somebody's uh, there there's a there's a guy that we stream with every once in a while his name is the gold man he's a huge star wars fan really good guy like i really love his content um and uh but he said something once and i'll tell you it still sticks with me man and you know he's a college kid but you know like he said look somebody's least favorite star wars movie is somebody's favorite star wars movie that's a good right. point yeah right so so look you i i tend i'm at an age now guys where i realize something if i really like something it's probably gonna be i've noticed this last couple of years that it's not the popular thing and a lot of people don't like it or if i or if i don't like something it's probably going to be the opposite. And like a lot of people are going to like it. 
but I don't allow a tomato meter, <laughs> right, to dictate. I don't even what, like tomatoes. Right, what I think <laughs> of a movie or a TV show or whatever. And I don't look if somebody else goes and sees something and they didn't like it and they come back and tell me, yeah, it sucks. You know, you're going to hate it. Well, you don't know that because there's a lot of stuff, man, that I don't agree with you who are telling me this, you know, that you like that I don't like or vice versa. So I go see things for myself. You mean you actually go see stuff that like, like it sucks. Yeah. I went and saw Morbius, man. And you know what? There were parts of it that I was just like, okay, this makes no sense. And there were parts of it yeah. like, you know, hey, you know what? It's 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 okay, you know. Um, but you know, just don't let don't let people sway you. Yeah. From from giving something a chance. You know, at least give something a chance. That's what I find. Like, is, is everything is is everything is everything going to live up to this standard that like we mm. think that it's brilliant? No, every movie does not have to be for you know a five star. You know what I mean? Like every movie doesn't have to be you know brilliance and and genius. You know, sometimes you just go to a movie and you go, hey, that was fun. Yeah. Right. And then well, there's Snake Eyes, which Snake Eyes <laughs> is absolute gutter trash. Garbage. I, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch it. But yeah, I still haven't seen it yet either. Yeah, Look, it's the, it's the I, only I movie. Watch. It's the only movie. It's the only movie that I literally <laughs> took out my phone and started making notes because I realized I was not going to remember all the things that I had to say about the bad. film as it went Ooh. along. As it went along, and then I made a fifty-minute review that oh i literally God. said why yeah. this is absolute trash like it's yeah. not like i'm a huge gi joe fan and i'm yeah. like look look anybody who's just like well i don't like it because he's asian okay you know what that's the that's the least of the issues that are with snake eyes man like mm -hmm. like you know like it, it's bait and switch it's it's a horrible film it doesn't make any sense you know like it's 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 not even a good i've heard people say well, it's a it's a good you know um martial arts movie but, no it's but, not but, 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 you know but but, but it's someone but somebody somebody likes it somebody likes snake eyes every weekend being like fuck yeah i love snake i love this movie look at how i have not it. met them yet I will say that, Ray. I have not met the, or, or was it Travis who said that? I have not met that person yet or heard that person say that, but I'm sure somewhere out there there is. Yes. There's somewhere out there, you know what? That's a good note to go out on, you know? Mm -hmm. There's someone out there that does like the thing that you hate the most, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that matters is always going to be that negativity and just, you know, we got to try to flush it out. Yes, we can comment on it, but at the same time, I just love the fact that we could do something like this where we can all discuss. Do we all agree on everything? No, no, that's the way Look, it is. That's I just met I just be. met Mark Pillow and Mariel Hemingway, uh, wow. you that's know, great. from Superman yeah. Four, right? Nuclear yeah, Man, right? At, yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> at, at, yeah. I met I met Nuclear Man, right? And I and, 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 and I met Mark Pillow. McClure. I met Mark McClure uh, uh, at the Motor City Comic Con, which was amazing. He was in the Snyder Cut, by the way, uh, but uh, but. I met him and I went to the Comic-Con wearing a Nuclear Man t-shirt, right? Yes. And and it was awesome because I was literally walking by and Mark Pillow sees me. There wasn't many people there and Mark Pillow see, sees me and he's just like, and he like, he's like waving me over, right? So I go over there and like, he's talking to me and, and everything. And, and then Mariel Hemingway is standing right there and like, they're just loving it. And we're talking and they actually had the Nuclear Man like 
costume from the movie there right oh my god it's so and awesome. and and i'm just like okay that's cool right and it's a horrible yeah. movie but like look it it's, it's it's a it's a guilty pleasure but, and this lady who helps organize all the superman alumni people who were there comes running over to me it was the most insane thing she's running she's like oh my god you See? are wearing the shirt and i'm like yeah she goes no awesome. you don't understand she goes you don't understand as long as we've been doing this nobody has ever walked through with a nuclear man t-shirt on she goes i want a picture of you with yes. the costume somewhere there's a lady who organizes all the superman people who has a picture of me on her phone on her phone like, like and it was funny because she took the picture then i'm like hey can i get a picture too and like first the guy didn't know what i was talking about he thought that i wanted a free picture like with mariel hemingway and i'm like no i just want the picture with the costume um <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, you could do that. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, because, like, she got to take a picture of me. Like, you know, like, am I going to charge her 40 bucks? Like, I don't know. But, you know. Uh, but, no, I mean, you know, that was just awesome. And, and I got this awesome picture with, like, uh, with with all them, like, uh, along with uh, with the kid from Superman 4. Remember the kid who's like, yeah. I'll tell you who I'd write to do some good. Yeah. Superman. <laughs> right? That kid was there, and he still looks like he's 12. Uh, he's about <laughs> four foot nine. Uh, and uh, Aaron Smolinski, who was baby Superman in Superman the movie, right? Yes. He's good friends he with Henry. By, he was in Man of Steel. He's good friends with Henry Cavill. Right. He's, yeah. he's actually going to be. He's going to be on the channel. Like I was, I'm so excited. Like he's going to be on the channel. We've been talking. Nice. And uh, and 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 non. You know, uh, uh, Jack, Jack O'Halloran was, was, yeah. was there like he, so, and then, um, and then I, we've already talked with, um, uh, Sarah Douglas and, uh, she actually did a, a, a thing for the channel like a few years ago when she was there, but we got like all of them in the picture with me, Tiffany and Landon and That's like, awesome. it was an awesome, plus I met William Shatner, but you know, like it was an awesome weekend. I just got to say that, but like, you know, but the thing is like, I was sitting there it's like, yes, do I, do I love the Snyder stuff. Absolutely. Because you know what? It's where I'm at now as an adult that like, this is what I want to see. I, I like the, the more realistic take on these characters and especially Superman, but man, it's like, it's like a bowl of frosted mini wheats, right? The adult really? in me likes the Zack Snyder turn on Superman. Yeah, and the healthy it. part uh, of the but, side of the, but know? the kid in me, is what? like geeking sure. out that I'm like with half the cast of Superman four, you know, like I just, yeah. you know, Dude, that's... I mean, when I was a kid, I, I was like, man, nuclear man. Hi, I would watch that. I'd be like, Oh my God, look at that. They're fighting in space. And huh, right. he like has these nails and he's freaking, you know, it's just my God. Yeah. I, I loved that when I was a kid, yeah. I watch it now. Oh, wow. That's really bad. But I still have a the, the kid inside me goes. What are you talking about? That's fucking fantastic. That's right. awesome. Where that was that was your childhood right there. There's like, I love it when I can revisit movies that are like so bad, but I could just have a guilty like I said, guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure where you're just gonna go, my so god. When I was a kid, this was this was my fucking you know Man of Steel right here, or you know yes. this was my whatever the hell. Right. And yes, Carrie. Yes, Carrie. Not only is Mariel Hemingway still alive. But she is gorgeous mm. still. Let me tell she you, I, well. I, shared, I shared a funny story with her because when I was in sixth grade, um, my teacher wheeled out, you know, the TV and the VCR. Oh, yeah. Those days, right? Days. So she oh, wheels yeah. that out. And there's a movie that she was in with Peter O'Toole called Creator, 
where Peter O'Toole, yeah, Peter O'Toole plays this like old professor whose wife dies of cancer and he tries to clone her. And, uh, and Mariel Hemingway was like really young. And, uh, and she's like this girl, she's like doing something to help and whatever. And, and, uh, but they're on this college campus and there's this whole scene. Uh, and I, and I prefaced it to her. I said, look, I got to tell you this. I said, please just hear me out. I know this is going to sound weird, but, but just hear me out. And so she's like, okay. And I said, so I'm, I'm sixth grade. So like, we're like 11, 12 years old, whatever. And I said, you know, we get the VCR out and we're like, awesome. We're going to watch this movie. And we're, and they brought out creator and her eyes get about this big. And she goes, okay and i'm like yeah because see in that scene uh there's a couple other questionable scenes too but the one that really sticks out in my mind was they're playing uh football at the college like just you know like out in the yard or whatever and uh so they're playing like flag football and so mariel's got this like little crop top right one of those like mm -hmm. little sweatshirt crop top things from the 80s you know and yeah. uh and so this guy that the jerk of the movie is like is like guarding her. So he's like all over her, right? Like he's grabbing her and stuff, like just kind of tossing her around and, and it comes down to the last minute and they need to score a touchdown. And <laughs> she's like, she gets in the huddle. She's like, just throw me the ball. I'm going to get open. Just throw me the ball. And they're like, we're not throwing you the ball. Like he's all over. He's all hands. There's no way you're going to get free. She goes, just trust me. And so they line up at the line of scrimmage and she calls out his name. And the guy looks up and goes, what baby? And he, she just goes, yeah, just lifts up. Yeah. And they're just there, and like he's just left in, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, right. And she runs and she scores a touchdown. And she thought that was so hilarious. Like she started laughing her butt off. She goes, That is the most awesome story. Thank you for telling me that. She's like, That was awesome. And she's like telling me other, like, kind of like funny, inappropriate stories like that about her and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, like it was just, it was like you said, it's just, it's just one of those. Look, even, even the dreaded Batman and Robin. Oh God damn! I could. It's good for a laugh, man. It's good for. If a I laugh, ever talked you know? to George Clooney or even Chris O'Donnell, I would. It would just be like a pleasant conversation of like, yes, wow. Like I mean, <laughs> and they would probably do, there'd be jokes, there'd be all kinds of stuff. I mean, there with with everything that's come out, like when it comes to this shit, that's bad. There's always just a good conversation that could come out of this, and that's one of the things that's like, man. I mean, we we could all we could have an entire stream talking about Batman and Robin, and maybe one of these mm -hmm. days we will. You know, maybe there'll be a live watch. I'm, I've done live I watches know. of all of all the Batman's, not Batman and Robin yet, so maybe that is we're due for that, and you know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, my God, there's always good. There's always a conversation to be had about right anything that like people deem that is terrible. But you know, like Batman Forever is deemed terrible, but I hold it. It's a special place in my heart. I always say it's to me, it's better than Batman Returns in my eyes. You know, I'm not saying it's just because of quality or anything like that. No, it's just because just going back to, you know, my childhood and yeah. younger and back in the 90s and totally just loving that movie. So. Just, but anyways, just enjoy guys, it. Just enjoy stuff. Just enjoy stuff. That's what we're going to end on right here. We're going to totally end on this. This has been a great vodka stream as per usual. And uh, we thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, thank you to the panel. And we'll go around the horn right here as we promote our stuff. Uh, first off, uh, Lex Luthor. I mean, um, sorry, uh, Travis <laughs> over here, you know, with your, you know, sorry. 
Yeah, my mistake. Superman five and take him <laughs> out. But uh, no, no, this was tons of fun. I was glad to be here for the whole time because last I was here, I had the KC problem where my <laughs> router went out. So yeah, your router went out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, this was tons of fun. I was happy to be back and happy to talk to all you guys. Talk to KC. Fire Travis B. Snail. I'm talking on some sort of podcast or sharing something on Twitter. Who knows? Who knows what I'm doing? But uh, yeah, this was tons of fun as always. There you go. All right. Ray. Uh, on Twitter at the Flightcast, uh, you can find my podcast and my blog at theflightcast.com. Uh, this week's been a little topsy turvy because of my new slash old work schedule because I got my old job back at the TV station. So I like figuring crap out. But at some point this weekend, I am totally breaking down that rap article because there was a lot of stuff to talk about oh, with yeah, respect yeah. to uh, the, the, the future of what I really hope is ends up being dc studios because yes. it's time for dc studios i think we all and then uh enosh which of course you know pa- you know pal just right here just goes oh we ain't going four hours because because of the old guy you know i know listen you pal, to- i have the power <laughs> yes i was about to say just raise that up over your head and let the lightning strike it um yes and just yell that out well my name is Enash over at Poindexter Lounge. We'd love to have you guys come over and join us because we're a place for nerds. And a little something that I've been doing since Tiffany bought me this book, I think it's very uh, fitting. This is <laughs> The Little Guide to Betty White. It's a bunch of quotes by Betty White. It's awesome. That's I've awesome. been doing this as a regular segment now on the show for a little while. And uh, I will just leave you with this, my last thought here. This is from Parade Magazine, October 31st of 2010. I don't understand how people can get so anti something. Mind your own business, take care of your affairs, and don't worry about other people so much. Nice, Betty White. Gonna, I thought you were gonna say that Betty White quote yeah. from a few years ago. A few years ago, when she says, "If you like snake eyes, you can fuck off." Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I like that one too. I like that one too. That one was great. That was great. I think that was one. I think that was one of her last. Like, yeah, she was, was like la- on her deathbed. Yeah, <laughs> like there, she's gone. No, <laughs> F Snake Eyes, the movie. That's <laughs> what she said. That's what she said. Oh. All right, guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. All the links are provided down below to the Patreon to all the stuff. You want to join? Become a member? Do all that stuff. And uh, thank you to KC. Hopefully, uh, you know he's. Uh, Gets his power back and everything. We hope for that. And uh, thank you, Travis. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Enosh. This has been fun, and we will talk to you guys later.